Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Video Game Chuchu Anime Podcast, Chuchigatri Unlimited Trainworks. Uh, this week, we're back to three. This is just three now. This is how it is now. We don't have our grand reunions anymore, but it's fine. I'm sure someone will go away at some point again, but they'll come back, unlike Trixie, who is not here. But I do have John. Hello! That sounds really depressing <laughs> yeah it does a little yeah i didn't think about it when i was saying it i was just trying to formulate some sort of thing and it just sort of went there but it's fine because we're it's all... okay she, she's okay she's not dead yeah she's fine <laughs> don't worry about that she's off like i don't know do, doing some gay stuff who knows it's probably really she's good living. yeah she's living. uh and lv is also here with us i'm also here yeah yeah cool uh, I'm glad you are. <laughs> I, just, I have nothing more to say. Yeah, that's, that. no, it's fine. The, the, sometimes <laughs> that's all you need, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this time around, uh, we're going to talk about Yu Shiki, uh, which is a show that exists. Yeah. Um, I'll give you a little background. It was a four coma, which you can really tell I want to say that. You can really tell it was oh, a four yeah. coma, uh, similar to Hattori Bochi. Not, I mean, they're not similar shows, but you know what I mean. Like the format, the way that they execute on it uh, in the anime is very like, oh yeah, I, I, I see how this was four panels. Uh, it was so it was just a four coma, and then they made an anime in 2013. Uh, they did an OVA a couple years back too. Apparently, I did not know that, and I did not watch that. Damn, huh? huh. That's weird. Ah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's just about some girls, three girls. There's there's more girls, but it's mainly three girls. Uh, Yui, Yuzuko, and Yukari. That's why it's Yu Shiki. Um, they're all hanging out. And uh, they're part of a club in school where they just go on computers and they just talk about some bullshit. They talk about some real bullshit. And hit on their teacher? Question mark? Who knows? Uh, so yeah, uh, what's the vibe? You know, John, I'll wait for you. Elvi, what do you think of yeah. Yushiki? Okay, what do I think of Yushiki? Okay, I'm very mixed on it personally. I know a lot. I, I from what I understand, this is like a well-received series. This is yeah. a really well-received series. Like at that time, it came out. People, a lot of people really liked it. But I had a hard time getting to it. Like if. Uh, like, I, it kind of grew on me. It, I feel like it's one of those things, like, at least the anime series. Like, yeah, I don't know how the ma- manga feels like against a forcoma. But the anime kind of, like, grew on me slowly. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm going into the first episode. And, yeah, there are, like, bits where it's really funny. Um, okay, so, yeah, big thing about Yushiki is, like, all the three main girls have, like, similar Y names. <laughs> so it can be confusing. So I'm going to personally refer them to by their hairstyle. Uh, but right yeah, I, don't, I don't remember their name <laughs> but they're all they all, they all start off with they all start off with you so that i guess that's also part yes. of the wordplay of the title um but what's her name yukari i think yukari's the the purple hair yes. like you know she's I, she's the fave everyone likes her because she's very aloof and like ditzy but the whole thing where she just starts falling <laughs> in the first episode yeah i thought that was like okay i like that i like stuff like that it's like there were moments where it's like Oh, that's really silly and like weird and just not 
this is not real life, you know. It's just like, oh, this is the sort of stuff that only happens in cartoons, and I like it. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just a nothing. Like it's, it's just like a, it's not anti humor, but it's more like here's this thing that just is funny for no reason because it's that stupid, it's that non- nonsensical. My, but yeah, my biggest problem with the series really is um, how I, I, this is like one of those series where it's portraying this friendship, this relationship between this group of girls, in a way where it's like. Um, how should I say it? Hmm. Oh, it's kind of presenting this window into a world of these friends where they're just giving these in-jokes to each other, and I feel like that didn't read a lot to me. It, it's like, you know, it's and like it doesn't help the fact that I think this the humor of the series is very dependent on Japanese wordplay, where it just, you know, yeah, I, the, the, at least how struggles. I was viewing it. It's like sometimes, like, the way... It, it, it reads it doesn't make sense you know it just like it misses the mark completely and i think that's one problem i think i think this is definitely a series where it, it can be really difficult to digest when it's not when you're not conveying it in its original language you know it's 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 not it's not going to be funny a lot of times it does miss the mark a lot of the times because of that and i don't i won't necessarily fault the series for that it, it might be like more hilarious in that regard if i probably actually understood japanese directly um but yeah, going back to the issue where I feel like this is presenting like a world of just in jokes, to you know, besi- you know, besides like the specific wordplay stuff where it doesn't really translate well sometimes in English, but also just the idea that yeah, we're just looking into this window of like this very insular group of friends and they're kind of fucking weird with each other to the point where like it seems like they're really mean spirited to each other, so it kind of reads off wrong a lot of times. But in reality, no, it's kind of like they're kind of in on it, you know, like. When you're with your group of friends and sometimes you just, like, rag on each other. That's how it is. But, like, a lot of times it's it feels like they're just harassing each other and it doesn't seem right. You know, it feels uncomfortable. Um, there are other times, too, where later on, like, there's a big recurring joke where they keep, like, making sexual comments about their teacher. And it, it doesn't. <laughs> it's not funny. Like, those parts were not funny. A lot of those parts specifically with the teacher were very painful. And I, I also personally have an aversion to, like the aloof teacher stereotype who like she doesn't realize she's like kind of attractive and she just I, I that's a, that's like in a lot of series and it's like uh you know and I get why it exists like it's pandering to something but like when it's especially combined with the fact that her students are like making these sexual jokes about her constantly and she doesn't get it it bugs me it's like why what is wrong with this person like why is she not getting what her students are doing it doesn't make sense but anyway and like you know moving on what the, my favorite characters are the side characters because i think they're the least ridiculous in the series out of yeah. everything else like the like I like how they contrast well with how basically normal everyone else is, like how kind of twisted the three girls are. At least two out of three. Like you know what? Yui's um, pretty normal. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, the serious girl. She's like the short-haired, uh, yeah. blondish girl. Yeah. Yes, Yui. She's normal. She's pretty normal, and she's just taking this bullshit from her friends. But yeah, I really like the side characters, especially the th- the second group that basically serves foils to these girls later on. I really like them, and I kind of like digged how. I felt like their chemistry was better amongst each other because they, I don't know, they just felt more grounded and, like, it was nice to finally have that comparison. But there were definitely strong moments, I think, in the series. But otherwise, in general, I didn't, I can't say I enjoyed this series, to be honest, um, because because there was just a lot of moments that didn't, I didn't find funny, even though it's supposed to be funny. But it unfortunately was not funny in, like, 
a lot of ways it was trying to be and it, it like a lot there were like a lot of times it either felt uncomfortable or just something like i you know it, like went over my head you know and, yeah. I, and i don't think yeah and i don't think it means the series fails in that way or it means it's bad it's not for me you know probably i felt like the strongest episode ultimately was the last episode where they kind of actually you know they're going to the beach interestingly enough their beach episode is the last episode <laughs> you know they're going to the beach and Yui, the serious girl who often gets, like, the butt of the jokes and seems like she's getting constantly picked on, sorry, and she seems, like, constantly, no- like, she, she's, she's, for the first time, she's, like, enjoying her time with her friends. I like that. She, like, finally comes to terms of being, like, I'm kind of happy with these two people. And especially, and there's, like, there's, there's kind of the serious, tiny thing about her where, in a way, she's censored a lot in the anime where, like, there's this whole thing where she feels like she's constantly alone. And that's, like, a big reason why she kind of has this tiny... She kind of finds this tiny joy hanging out with these two weirdos, even though they keep picking on her. But I, I like the last episode for that reason, because it, it kind of finally shows that there is some sort of, like, momentum and, like, real... You know, real chemistry across the three where it doesn't feel like it's, like, one-sided or purely just for a gag, you know? Like, it, it felt like a full episode in that way. Like, you know, like, oh, they're spending time with each other, and, you know, and then they're just moving on to the next year to who knows what happens, but... Overall, it's I've, this was a series not for me, and but I don't think it, it's a bad series. A lot of people do like this series, but it's it, it, it's not. It, this wasn't my personal fave. <laughs> yeah, I really like the art style. It's very cute. It's a very cute, cute like the wide faces. Love that. But yeah, it's not the, the series overall that wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah, very Hitamari sketch style. Madoka yeah, yeah, stuff. wide face. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely think that uh, part of the struggle with. Uh, a couple of the jokes is definitely the difficulty in translation of uh you know some japanese idioms or like wordplay stuff there's a lot of it like i there's a lot of anime that has stuff like that like i mean like hattori bochi and stuff like that right obviously like yeah. hey hattori yeah. bochi all their names are jokes but like mm-hmm. that's that wasn't easier. the focus of the yeah, show yeah exactly yeah. that's easier because it's not what they're saying that's just like a secondary gag going on yeah uh but yeah th- there were definitely a few times in this where it's like oof uh, I feel for you localizers out there. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, John, how do you feel about it? Oh. <laughs> I kind of hated it. Hate, like, really? Yeah. Like, I, I, like I, ke- I kept thinking about it. And I just thought about how bored out of my mind i was the entire time like i was like counting down the minutes watching this like oh my god when is this gonna be over kind of shit um you know i i'm kind of i'm in the same boat with lv like you know it's fine if you like it i'm not gonna it's, it's not like a piece of shit I'm, it's not like offensive it's not like i'm like angry that i had to watch it i just thought it was start to finish completely unfunny or to me um like none of the jokes landed at all whatsoever like i was pretty annoyed consistently as well i thought like like i was just sitting there like 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 so something i just agree with lv a lot about this but i feel like i'm just like feeling more strongly about my dislike because like that last episode just i feel like encapsulates my problem because yeah like the green-haired girl just does not have fun at all until the last episode. Like, it just, it feels like she's babysitting two, like, ba- like in- like infants, basically, the entire show. 
she's just like, don't do that. Don't stop saying that. Like, she might as well just be like, don't put that in your mouth. Don't do that. Like, it's, it's, it's annoying, you know? And like, I don't know. Like, like I, I, there's a dynamic there that I guess I don't get, but it's just, it's, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre and I can't get into it at all. Like, you know, like LV talked about the other three girls I didn't like them either, because their whole thing is just, like, they come out of nowhere, like, halfway through, and I feel like the show just, like, expects you to think, like, their dynamic is interesting compared to the main cast, because they, like, are also a trio of girls who are, like, in some kind of, like, friendship thing, and they're... You know, like, it's it's so fucking weird, because, like, there's just moments where, like, these girls, like, come out of nowhere... And then they're like, oh, she's my property. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are, why, are you inter- why are you introducing yourself like that? Like, talking about someone else. It's so weird. I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. I bet a lot of you are sitting there and laughing your ass off. Like, of course you don't get it. Of course you don't get it. <laughs> what? But I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, I thought it was fucking annoying. <laughs> Like, if I'm going to be completely honest, I thought it was really, really annoying to watch. I just hated it. I'm I'm sorry. I hated watching it. I'm really sorry. No, it's good to be honest about your feelings. Um, Um, I will say, though, my big highlight is that the soundtrack is fucking amazing. Like, so good that that if, if anyone I know goes to japan or if i go to japan i am absolutely picking up the soundtrack like i like that soundtrack that much it's a friggin bop after bop after bop it's super good yeah well all right then i'm gonna come out and i'm gonna break the mold and say eh i'm fine with it i don't know uh i i felt similar to the way you did john when my girlfriend tried to make me watch it five years ago um I think, and I'm going to be real with you, I think part of my bias that might have changed my perception of this anime is that that relationship between the three girls is basically the relationship between me and two of my girlfriends, uh, where we are just constantly torturing Natalie, who is probably listening to this, we're just torturing her constantly in the exact same way, pretty much, because we're horrible. And we just do all Stop the same jokes. No, her. she loves it. She eats it up. She loves it. Why? I don't know. But we just, like, we'll just say, like, complete nonsense or whatever. Like, I could show you, like, an excerpt from, like, a group chat, and you'd just be like, what the fuck? This I'm is good. Yeah. You'd hate it. You'd hate it. Just, it's like the anime. It's the same. Like, we're just like, like, I'll just be like, oh, Natalie's stinky or something. I would be like, yeah, damn, it's true. Horrible. Absolutely horrible. And Natalie would be like, I'm not. I'm nice. And everyone would go, no, no. Ugh, P.U. or whatever. Like, we'll just do that. Like, all the time. So I appreciated this more on my... I wouldn't even say it's a rewatch. I rewatched, like, the first five episodes. Because, like I said, like, six years ago, my girlfriend was trying to get me to watch it. I was like, no. I don't like this. It's boring. Ugh. And I was just like, ah, oh, it's fine. I, I watched it much easier. I think I've been sort of mind broke by a lot of anime now that my standards have dropped significantly. <laughs> I'm going to be, that sounds like a little insulting oh, and I don't God. mean it towards that, but I think that's what's happened because like, <laughs> definitely like I remember like years and years ago being like, oh, I can't watch K-On, it's boring. Oh, I can't move this. And now I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Sure. It's not Shield <laughs> Hero. Uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like um, there's definitely problems with a lot of the joke, and I definitely understand why you would think it's mean-spirited, John. Uh, it's, it, it's not even that it's mean-spirited. It's just, like, annoying. Like, like I don't, I don't think they're being, like, too cruel or anything like that. Because, you know, like, I like Kill Me Baby, and, like, fucking Sonya's, like, threatening to murder. Like, yeah. it's, it's like, like, what? that doesn't... That doesn't really bother me. It's just like it's 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 the framing. It's that the two of them are like con or like constantly doing this like annoying kind of bothery thing, and then the main girl is just like she she doesn't reciprocate at all. She seems upset. That's what I was going to but, say is the problem with it is that they don't show you enough of her being like chill. Exactly. Like the, like, yeah. like what like what like. During the last episode, you know, she she was like, there was more playing around, there was more reciprocation, and it was like, yeah, like this is just a believable relationship between these three. Like I would believe that they are in this kind of relationship together, where they're playing around with each other, they're having a good time, they're having fun conversations. For the rest of the show, it's just her being fucking like pissed that she has to be there, basically. Like she's taking care of these two instead of like being in a fucking relationship with them. Like it's just. It it just seems really like off putting. Yeah. Like, like I don't think I don't think it's like problematic. I just just watching it just kind of made me feel miserable. <laughs> I I feel like they definitely should have like I, I don't even think particularly they should have gone like with a different angle for the show or anything. I think they could have just used like maybe like two or three times throughout the show where she's just like visibly having a good time. <laughs> I think yes. like I think that would have gone worked wonders with it. Uh, like even during the beach episode, they're like negging her to go to the beach for like fifteen minutes before she goes. Like yeah, like I mean, I feel like they're like you know trying to show that she's just like being a little too high strong, and then she actually goes and she has a good time. But like in the context of the rest of the show, it's like they're fucking like nonstop being like go to the beach go to the beach go to the beach it's like fuck like jesus christ like let her just be if she doesn't want to go to the fucking beach she doesn't want to go to the fucking beach but maybe I, I feel like maybe that's just another part of it though is that because of like how she is like she can't be true to her own emotions and such like that but i definitely agree that there's a better way yeah then i wish that they would present that in the context of the show like it like if there were just if there was some kind of moment in the in the text of the show of them saying like or her like questioning like you know maybe i don't maybe i'm not honest with myself maybe they bring maybe they bring something out of me that that that's you know something that i'm keeping hidden or like anything like that just there's no like humanization to it and it just feels it feels like a fucking like looney tunes skit the whole time and the only time we really see that happen, I feel like, is when she's in the nurse off the nurse's office, and she, you know she's asleep, and then she's like wakes up alone, and you have this weird moment in all of the series where there's like actually like subtext, <laughs> and she like wait, and she like turns to the currents, and then you know her the two friends come in, and she like you know there's a suggestion she's like happy to see them, like she was definitely afraid of like being alone like in that moment, and she has this moment of vulnerability, but we don't otherwise see that carry throughout the series and. And from that scene alone, and like how the ep the last episode too also works, like, she's also again like I've said, she feels it feels like she's centered. She's the one who's, she's the one we're kind of in the perspective of where, 
you know, she's just taking in all the stuff. And I think that's also a second problem besides the fact that the framing of how these things are is a problem, but also we don't see enough of, we don't see more, you know, we see a lot two-dimensionally with her because of that. We're like, okay. But we don't see enough two-dimensionality with the other two girls where they just come off as like this very surface, like, yeah, annoying friends. Like we have that one moment where Yukari, again, she's the long-haired one, uh, um, the long-haired, uh, purple-haired one. And she has, you know, there's that one, I forgot what episode it was, but where she talks about her brother and how she really loves her brother. Like, the brother's, like, mentioned, you know, when she goes on vacation. And how she just really wants to help her family and then, like, ultimately her end goal and wanting to grow up and, like, finishing school. She's like, I just want to go back and help my family. And, you know, like, that's, like, wow. She's like, that's the first, that's, like, the one serious thing that comes out of her at that point. But otherwise, she's just, like, an aloof gag, you know. She's just like, oh, she's constantly ditzy or she's constantly out of it. But we don't see enough of we don't see that balance of like the girl the girls having more personality than being this constant like cycle of gags that you know like your biggest issue was being that yeah it's just constant it's just never ending it's like a, it's like a barrage so you know if if they had more of that I think that would have like that would have like added like a good balance I think but otherwise yeah it seems very one sided. To the <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like I'm not asking for it to become like a dramatic show. I don't right. think that they need to like fully humanize these characters because it's a it's a gag thing. It's just it's just a bunch of gags. But like, I just think at a certain point when you have these characters acting like this, it's just like because because you know like like even like for example, Rose, you're talking about your relationship with your girlfriends, like. I'm like I'm sure that like when you're not teasing each other, you have plenty of other like emotions. You have plenty of other interactions mm-hmm. with them that aren't doing that. Like I I know you're gonna be like oh I don't know, but like for no. real. Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> there are layers there, but in the context of this show, all we are seeing are these dumb moments between them and you know i'm sure that, that when they sat down and just wrote this manga they were like i'm just doing this to write down a bunch of jokes and like i guess that's fine but you know like we we don't see I, in this show we do not see the reason why the the yellow green hair girl puts up with these other girls why she loves them basically we don't see that and it just makes it feel like she's just putting up with like these like like fucking like i don't i don't know i don't want to be too mean i feel like i, I feel like i've said enough it's just it, it was just a really really frustrating watch and you know i'm i'm sure like i like I, i've already seen the the opinions and i know that my opinion is probably going to be uh pretty pretty frowned upon um but, <laughs> you know uh yeah that's just how i feel i hate yeah, it I'm no sorry. it's it's fine uh I think that it definitely would have a different vibe. Um, I, I feel like maybe this is a different... I don't know. I feel like this show definitely is probably more effective in shorter bursts. Uh, like, perhaps over the course of an anime season. Or uh, when it's a four coma inside of a magazine where you only get one yeah. chapter at once. Um, but, I, I yeah, I, I feel like I'm the most positive on it probably. I really didn't have any particular uh issue with it this time when i was expecting to be like sleeping through this like the whole time uh but no i mean the soundtrack's pretty nice and chill so i was like actually like maybe a little sleepy but yeah there was a song that kicked in like right when they were going to the beach that i'd like i literally like i was by myself in my room and as soon as it started i went ooh, 
Ooh, and I like went onto YouTube to just listen to it by itself. <laughs> <laughs> like it was so good. No, it's a great soundtrack. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, any other further thoughts, or do we want to go to opinions? I think it's kind of interesting that we didn't really tackle the like. I guess the not even the main thrust of the show, just like how what? they have like these segments where they go on Google and just Google shit. And oh like, yeah, sure. on it. I mean, it's just and like shit posting. That's what that whole bit is. It's really incredible. Yeah, that's that, those are the parts that I enjoy the most because that that there is more of just like a like a fun aspect where they're all participating, where they're all just throwing dumb shit in the mix. Yeah, it's very, um, it has the vibe of, like, when an anime has, like, a weird, like, two-minute segment at the end that's just random bullshit, you know what I'm talking about, or whatever? Like, a, well, you haven't watched Hunter x Hunter, so I can't say Huntcyclopedia, but something like that. Like, where they just... I mean, like, like for something that we're gonna talk about later, like, whenever, at the end of Arumakun, they always have that, like, kind of, like, crayon drawing part where they just have, like, another gag or two at the end. It's becoming more popular recently, I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, or they, yeah, or like they're doing like a little lesson if the show is based on like a, if it's like a sports anime or something like really based in reality, like they do like a little, here's a fact thing. <clears throat> and I think we owe it to sports anime. I think like sports anime really started that. Uh, what about Kimono Friends? Hello? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they talk to, the, yeah. between the, the PPP and, uh, oh, yeah. And the, uh, Oh, God. The dang uh, the zookeepers. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think That's we can good. attribute it all to Kimono Friends. Definitely no one did it before because Hunter x Hunter <laughs> definitely wasn't in 2012. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, probably sports anime. My favorite skit in Yu Yu Shikido is um, when they put the, the wrestler mask on the whiteboard and then <laughs> they just draw the body. That was from the quarter. Yeah. That was pretty strong. That was yeah, pretty and good. The and they're like, the teacher's like, oh, like you know, the bad time you see floor is like, what's the fun? That was that was pretty good. That was it. Just kept yeah, going. Just like, just I, I wish it stayed that way. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it stayed up. And then they made a weird sexual joke about the teacher again. I'm like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> they do that a lot. Listen, <sighs> she doesn't I get, get it. it. I don't understand. <laughs> Listen, I God. get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> teacher hot okay we get teacher it. hot and but she's confused and really ignorant about her. the students yeah well help yeah her. and i liked i liked the i liked the very sweet like counsel like student you know and she's like i just want to be friends with him but why are they so fucking weird you know that's <laughs> like <laughs> i think she's kind of like the audience member she's like i want to like this but then why are they so fucking weird <laughs> like i ended up feeling sorry for her because <laughs> going over and like, she gets weird to- yeah why is she getting weird ass pictures like what the fuck i'd be like terrified like, like <laughs> i would not want to be o- she's coming over trying her best to connect with them and they're just like hey can we can we touch your boobs and she's just like do i she's basically just like do i have to let you so you can be <laughs> yeah my friend? She, she's, she's like question yeah she's like is this normal is this like she does <laughs> it's like oh god this is it's like pretty fucked up when you say it like that you know i didn't really <laughs> In my head, I was just like, this is normal. I don't know. But now, no, no. <laughs> I don't know. I, hmm. I, it's really something that struck me rewatching this is that I think that, like, th- so much anime that is about girls or whatever uh, in, like, the last three years or so has just, like, ripped off a ton of shit from this sh- show, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. Like, there was this, like, that's basically exactly what happened in that um, Wasteful Days show we were watching uh, with a chi was it Chiho? 
Chiho's the girl who wants to be friends, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. She, so, so like, that, they literally just took that, like, whole bit, like, wholesale and put it into the Wasteful Days of High School. Like, it's exactly the same. Because, like, those three girls are fucked up or whatever, and there's one normal one, and she wants to be friends with the normal one or whatever, but the other two are just so fucked up that she's like, what's going on? And it's like, they just fucking took that, <laughs> you know? Like, And there's a couple <laughs> others, like, I, I could say, but, like, it's... It's really fucked up. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Uh, yeah, the computer bits are strong. Uh, I kind of wish there were. Maybe if they broke it up more with those bits, like maybe they had like, because it was just one per episode mostly, right? Sometimes there was two. Which which is which is wild because the the premise that the show is like constantly it's like oh yeah the the girls are just like now taking over this computer club because they can and it was dying anyway there's no members and that's the whole like premise that they're doing weird shit just yeah shit posting basically in the computer room because like no one else is like in this club so it's just all of them really so but yet that's not the major focus interestingly enough at least how the anime focused on yeah. I, again i don't know how the manga like focuses on well but, the like, manga's it's still not, going yeah yeah would just like oh okay <laughs> Which I can't, I can't imagine what else, <laughs> to be honest. What like, more what is, is there to say? <laughs> I mean, How many a jokes? Of, a lot of jokes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of things you can type into Google. Right, there's, you're and, right. And, there, and there's a lot of times that you can ask to squeeze your friend's boobs, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, the random article game on Wikipedia. Yeah. Rife with a lot of stuff. All right, uh, should we read the opinions? Right? Yeah, go for it. All right. If you want to send in your opinions about what we are watching or what you're just watching in general, go to videogamechoochoo.tumblr.com slash ask, and you'll sound like these fine folks right here. Uh, Gregory Zero says, loved rewatching Yu Yushiki again. <laughs> Honestly, hard to believe it's six years old. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty old. The jokes are still funny, and the detail in the animation feels like a breath of fresh air for the, for the smaller tier, no-name kind of show that it is. Uh, and then, then he, he asks a question here. What character did y'all find to be your favorite? Fumi still has a place in my heart despite hardly being in the show with her savage quips and aloof awareness making her really stand out. Um, first off, I do not know who Fumi is. Fumi is one she's of Chiho's the... uh, people, right? Yeah. I believe so. She's the, um... She's not the... Okay. Because there's the two brunette girls. I think I mixed up their names. Which is the, the no? I think I think Fumi's the short haired one. Is Fumi is Fumi the short haired one? Uh, 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 that's the part where I can't help you. Yeah, <laughs> I know all the because three the main two, the ones. other friend group. It's they're all like normal hair color, like brunette hair. Man, I've googled it. Okay, Fumi's the one with the short hair. Yeah, okay. she's the short haired one. Yeah, she's the, the mean um, one. Yeah. Mean and then the fucked up one is K. The fucked up one is K, who's like weird and possessive. She's yeah. very horny. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's the one with who said this is my property. Yeah, over Chio, yes. I like Chio. I really love Chio because she's normal, <laughs> and I want her to succeed. But I don't know if she can find success by in this world. becoming friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I, I, I don't know. I like Yui. I think just in general, main mm-hmm. girl. She's. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Yui. Yeah, I almost said yeah. Yukari. No, Yukari's the purple hair one. Y- Yukari is like the one she's everyone likes. She's fucking crazy. She's off the. Yeah. <laughs> she's the craziest one, honestly. The pink one's out of her mind, but it's really right. Yukari she's terrifying. is fucking crazy. She needs to be 
put away, I think, and calm down. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like I, I like Yui the most, probably. I do like Yukari, though, to be honest. I feel like Yukari... So I know. So Yukari is only is Yukari is only shitty when p- the pink haired girl is yeah. shitty. <laughs> Yukari when Yukari has dialogue just like on her own is not dependent. On, like she's fine. Again, she's just doing the thing where she's like an aloof like, you know, aloof girl, and that's fine. That's why a lot of people like her because it's cute. And it's like oh, when she closes her eyes, it like goes really high up, and that's weird looking, and I dig it. <laughs> and she laughs like she's the one who she's the one with the weird laugh too, and I, so that's like yeah. I like her for those superficial qualities. Like, oh, it's like a cute character. I don't think she's... Yeah, she's not as mean-spirited as um, Yuzuko, the pink haired girl. So she's fine. She's safe. She's she's not on the hit list. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> you like no one, which is fine. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, you could I guess the teacher, because she was nice and she's cute. <laughs> she was, I knew you were she was very patient. That. Yeah, she's nice and she's cute. I'll just uh-huh. go yeah. with that. So there you go. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she's all right, so patient. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we 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 do have a um. We do have the, your your girlfriend Natalie did send in a, a an opinion, Rose. So here you go. Um, before I rewatched Yushiki a year or two ago with my girlfriend, so I guess that's you. That wasn't me. Um, that was our other oh. one. That was the third one. That's the that's the yuzu. That's the fucked up pink hair one. That's that's ours. That's, that's the one. Oh oh no. Okay. Before I rewatched Yushiki a year or two ago with my girlfriend, I was worried that I had overhyped it to her and that my own memory of it might have been too favorable. I was really pleased to find, though, that not only did she have a great time with it, but I even liked it better the second time around than I did before. It's a warm series where the humor hits consistently and never comes off as mean-spirited even when it's teasing. One of my all-time favorites. Agree to disagree. <laughs> I'm happy that she has it. <laughs> the, the thing I noticed so far by the past two, you know, the past two opinions, like, all these people watched it a second time or multiple times, and they liked it better after the first time, which is interesting. And I'm curious as to, like, what that, why is that the effect, you know? Like, I wonder yeah. why. But I don't know, you know. I don't know. Something about it. Yeah. And finally, uh, Trixie actually sent one in. Woo! Never left us. Yeah, she's not fully excised from the podcast. <laughs> she's still here. <laughs> okay. Um, Yushiki has a very specific kind of humor that certainly appeals to people in that niche. And lucky for me, I'm in that niche. <laughs> Its usage of repetition and weird puns is very much to my liking, and I think each character is vibrant and funny in their own ways. The dynamic between Yui, Yukari, and Yuzuko reminds me of one of my friend dynamics as well. Not to mention the constant amount of love they profess for each other appeals to my Yuri sensibilities. The music bops as well. Some puns don't land, as pun-heavy shows like these can tend to do, and there can occasionally be an odd sense of pacing, either joke-wise or time progression-wise, as in episode 8, where everyone is in their second year of high school already. And while I like the main dynamic, the teasing can occasionally come off as too mean-spirited. These flaws don't detract heavily overall from me, resulting in a show I can easily and consistently watch and adore. And adore. Thank you, Trixie. Very professional yeah. opinion writing, I have to say right there. Yeah. You really covered all the bases to not offend anyone, while also... <laughs> like demonstrating your love for it, I have to give you props for that one. Yeah, Trixie, you should look into like PR or something. They're really incredible. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think that was a that was a yeah that was a great um, piece given by Trixie. Like just I think enco- encompassing like our entire group's thoughts on it, which combines both the good and bad parts of the series. I think. I didn't even think about the time progression thing. That's fucked. I yeah. Oh yeah, they really did go. Weird. They they got into the second semester like not in a weird. Not in, like, in a weird, yeah, marking point of the series. It wasn't halfway through. It was, like, a little more than that. It was, I don't know. It also didn't feel like it. It didn't feel like it, because no sense of time feels like it's passing, because nothing eventful yeah. is happening in the series. So it, it was a weird thing for that to be brought up anyway. Yeah, and they, I don't think they, it mattered. They hit their second year, like, episode eight, and then... And nothing changed! At the end. Yeah. Nothing changes. <laughs> like, I'm not sure why that was significant to bring up. Right, Yeah. yeah. I almost, like it almost would have made more sense if they let's if the first if the whole series was the first year cuz yeah. you know like the last episode is summer yeah like it's not like anything really <laughs> that last summer there. fucking nothing happened yeah. yeah i guess so yeah i mean like they went over to the green-haired girl's house like once or twice and that's yeah. it yeah yeah it makes more sense if it ended that way because right the last episode was obviously like a bookend where it was mirroring the first episode and then Yui yeah. is Yui's like a little more optimistic about going to school now. Like some I know, something about that beach day episode may change her life <laughs> in a dramatic way, even though it was no different than you know whatever. But but yeah, yeah, it was it was a weird decision. I I can't imagine if that if that manga is still going to this day, then does that mean that like the first like two years of high school were like the first like <laughs> but the second one is the rest of your life yeah <laughs> yeah like like the first like three volumes was the first two years of high school and then like ever since then it's just been year three and it just hasn't stopped it's almost eight that's horrifying I, that's it, it looks like there's 10 volumes so like it's like well, oh, that's yeah, like but, a nice that's like a nice relaxed pace for this like, it's yeah. like one comes out per year like okay that's cool they weren't that um, um, seems consistent, but yeah, that does make you question how is that benchmarked in in this well, series it's in a manga, too. It's in a magazine, so it's like oh yeah, you know. it's a serialization. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just remembered what my favorite episode was just now, which is it's the one where they're talking about fucking Yukari being on vacation. Uh, oh yeah, or whatever. And they're looking I at like the photos. That. Yeah, that was fucked, and they're just and like, like What's is that a bug? Fuck? Yeah, <laughs> it's fucked up. And she thought she was dying because yeah. she was tanned or something. Or, like, she, no, well, not because she overtanned, because she thought the said bug they're theorizing about bit her. And she didn't think about it. That was, that was, that was kind of solid, it. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we see her brother, who, again, is only mentioned once ever again. <laughs> that's like, how, <laughs> that's the fate of a man in an anime such as this. In a series like this, yes, they don't exist. <laughs> they're only faceless. <laughs> Nothing is is gonna ever be as funny as to me as in the Love Live anime when they go to like they go near any bathroom and the bathroom just has two women's rooms. There's nothing funnier <laughs> to me than that. You're like, right. For real, it is really <laughs> fucking funny. <laughs> like just right next to each other with the two signs next to each other. It's like so next level. <laughs> The more room, the merrier. <laughs> They're always fucking crowded. <laughs> it's bad. You're not wrong there, yeah. <laughs> we for, need for more. Women, for women and for women who don't want to be in the first bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's it for opinions. So All right. Well, that that was fairly fine. I'm, I, I was worried <laughs> you were going to kill someone, John, but I think we did it okay. 
No, I'm more worried about people killing me. Not me. <laughs> I guess that's... you also read the opinions. You already, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> so that's fine. It's all you are no. Marked. I'm proud of you. I'm proud. I'm proud of you. It's you fine. We all got through this. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's de- let's detox. Let's detox. Let's not think about uh, that. How about yeah. some Irumakun, huh? That's going all on. Right. Yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's good. Uh, I I'll say. So we're all caught up on that. Mm-hmm. All yes. right, John. What do you so, think? Yeah. Johnny, you care. You can detox with this first. Go, go for it. Okay. Uh, I really, really like it. Still, it's just a nice, cute time. Um, these past two episodes were just like these little encapsulations of Arumakun being just this like ray of sunshine in the demon's realm. Uh, like he, I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that he tames the like guardian, but he like becomes friends with the guardian uh, that they were all warned not to go near. And it's just very cute seeing him just you know become friends with all these like monsters and help out everybody and everyone's just like really appreciative of him. It's just very cute seeing everyone be won over by just him being nice and him being appreciated and uh, you know it's one of it's, it. It reminds me of early. Uh, reincarnated as a slime where yeah just, definitely it's just all v- and, and you know like it, like the thing with like Rimaru is that he was like actively trying but Aruma's just like he's just naturally nice he's just like yeah you know I'll help you out he's like I, this I is how it should be like he's just like yeah so it's 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 very it's very refreshing and um then he's finally able to use magic, which is which is fun. Like that'll open up some fun times, especially because he's like overpowered as hell with the magic in the sense that like it's his grandpa's magic, so he doesn't know how to use it. But it's not like overpowered as in like oh he's just gonna win everything because he doesn't know how to use it. It's way too strong, and it's just funny because he there's just this like really cute scene of everyone in a um I think it was called like Diab. Dia Botany, like yeah. Diablo Botany, Dia Botany. It was very funny, where they all like make flowers based on like themselves, basically. And so Aruma's because he's so powerful and he's thinking about home. He makes like a giant cherry blossom tree, and every and everyone at the school loves it, and they're just very excited that it's there, and it like becomes like a hangout spot to hang out near the cherry blossom tree. Um, there's just all these cute scenes. It's just a bunch of these like cute scenes of these cute characters interacting. Clara just constantly popping up with just amazing shit. Like she is completely every- off the rails all the time, but never in an annoying way, which I really appreciate. It's just endearing. Uh, yeah, because we talked like, about it before. It's very easy for a character like that to become like unbearable, but I really don't think she has it all. They thread that needle just perfectly. Like and like any more anymore and she would be unbearable but they get it just perfectly and she's just adorable like she's you just you just want to hang out with her it's so cute um like all the different scenes where they just like like someone will use their magic and like create a big flash she's just like holding up sunglasses like just adorable little like like it's just screenshot shit city whenever she's around you just want yeah yeah they know how to strategically place her as like a good like visual gag you know it's like okay if you see her that's like funny that that makes the already funny scene twice as funny like you know like her reaction to everything i like the strategic placement of the clara is in there like (laughs) they have their board meetings they're storyboarding and they're like where do we put her on this one yeah (laughs) Uh, it's very good 
Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, uh, I think um, my uh, favorite bit. Uh, oh fuck! It just escaped my brain. Or uh, LV, LV, here you go. Yeah. You go. You go ahead. Maybe I'll remember. All right. Well, what's great about the last episodes is that now. Um, Rumukun is basically placated in like a bigger class, so now we're actually seeing like we're going back and forth between these variety of characters that you know, like you know, his Gramps, aka the headmaster of school, like seems to have deliberately placed him in, you know, aka the misfit class. Like I, I you know, I don't know what they like quantifies as. Like you know, it's not clear yet if they're actually all stupid, but like so far they kind of have done a lot of stupid things. But there's some. There, he seems to have like clearly underlying motives, whether good or bad, you know, and why he specifically adopted him, knowing he's human. Like, a big interesting thing, you know, like, it's made clear that the demon world is literally another plane of existence. Like, there's a whole thing throughout the series where, where some people are like, no, humans don't exist, etc. So it's like, it's interesting. It's like, okay, so that's kind of like what we're establishing here, you know? Like, they're, they definitely, the humans are kind of treated yeah, as, like, Yeah, you believe in humans? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, like, it's, it's cool and all that. So... You know, and Arum, you know, Arum Kuhn's kindness is also kind of like serving us as conscious as him being human, but also trying to like, you know, just trying to like be normal, etc. But like his like kindness and like genuine, you know, intri- you know, it's it's not only showing like he he seems to be super powerful because he's human. Like something about his be- him being human like really like makes him shine here. You're like you know, for instance, being able to like summon that like like causing the teacher to be a familiar, etc. Like stuff like that. Um, but Ultimately, when he, right, like after the botany class, when he summons the cherry blossom trees, it, it, it catches the attention of, lo and behold, the student council president who's like, that shouldn't be here. You know, she, mm-hmm. she, she, she's very smart. She, she's, she's very cool looking. And, you know, she notices like, oh, yeah, this tree doesn't belong here. This tree is from the human world. This tree is only natural to the human world. And it's suggested that she's been taking note this whole time thus far that Irun Kuma is something's up with him he must be human she's theorizing that so there's this and yeah she's cool she does the whole yeah so like it it explains this whole sequence where the student council like puts people in their place when shit goes amok and there's this whole thing she randomly kicks that wall she fucking kicks like she kicks the wall she's very scary it's scary and cool like she's wearing these high heels yeah don't don't fuck around her but ultimately ultimately um she, you know, she's like, I gotta, she's got, like, I gotta research more. I forgot exactly, but she has access to this library or something. Like her family kind of has like access to certain secret knowledge, etc., about humans and theorizing the existence of humans and like how humans and demons like make packs, etc. Um, and she accesses a secret library, and like one of the books she pulls up is just a shoujo manga. <laughs> Which she's trying to study to kind of understand human interaction or like what human literature is, and she kind of gets really enamored by it by accident. And then she bumps into Rimukun, and the whole sequence plays out exactly like the manga, where it's the schoolgirl bumping into a guy and they fall in love. And it was just a really funny thing where she's convinced, where she's convinced because Rimukun is a human that he has some sort of charming powers, and she gets really upset by it. And it seems like the preview in the next episode is, su- is suggesting that this might be a recurring thing where she kind of likes him, and I that's kind of interesting. But like the the mis the, like the misunderstanding like jokes in the series is really funny, and 
I know that whole sequence where she's reading the manga is just oh yeah she says the whole thing where like because it's 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 Japanese they're demons they don't understand Japanese it's all she says like I can't read what's going on but I think I know what's you know and she's she's like inferring what's happening it's really funny but I thought that whole sequence was funny she's she seems to be a great character so far so we're gonna see what she does basically yeah the thing that I liked about her specifically is that her like characterization of like specifically like her being introduced introduces the notion that like nobody fucking knows what humans are really at the school which recontextualizes the nature of like their school anthem where they're just saying like oh humans are our food blah 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 yeah they're like but like none of them actually know it they're just doing it because of whatever and uh, i think that adds a whole new layer onto like what these characters are like and stuff like that like they're not actually like probably twisted or would actually probably ever kill a person i don't Uh think i think they are just like really stupid and they're just caught in the ways of their society which has been inherently like based off of like these past generations like warlike stuff maybe Uh, i don't necessarily know like where we'll go from there but i really like that new dynamic added on to it as much as it is just jokes it's room for more jokes you know but yeah um, which which goes in cart with aruma being constantly afraid that he will be found out and yeah. afraid that oh god they're gonna kill me when it's been proven and it's clearly heavily weighing on that like you know with all the friends he has made thus far that wouldn't happen i, I yeah. think like you know thus far it's implying that yeah demons are not bad people and like i i like you know how like early on especially it constantly reminded us how terrible his parents were and how neglectful and abusive they were so that kind of is like that ju- that's like an important juxtaposition. His human parents were terrible to him, yet he's being treated well in this demon world by other demons thus far. So, yeah, uh, I think uh, I just remembered now. My favorite part of the episode was when, because I love Oz, Osmodius. Uh, as he as is <laughs> my fucking favorite character in this show. I think as much as I do love the the teacher who's just constantly annihilated. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I, Oz is, he's just such a good boy. He's just so kind and warm yeah, in his soul. He's not two-faced. Like, at first, like... You were worried, he, like, right? Like, you were worried. It's like, how he's he's one of those, like, archetypes where he's, like, oh, a pretty boy. And he just kind of... Like, especially where they, um... You know, they, they describe him as, like, one of the popular students. You know, and you're like, oh, you know, he might be one of those. But in reality, he's, like, a genuinely good person. Yeah. He's genuinely charitable. He, that's and that's he so he deserves that reputation it's not because he's like only surface princely he actually is kind of yeah. princely and, yeah. and my favorite part of the episode was when Irma was like all like worried about whatever uh i forget what it was i don't know if it was the ring or something but he was worried in, in class or whatever when they were doing the roll call and then uh, he just like goes like Irma san or whatever and then he just turns around and he's holding clara up into the air or whatever in front of him or whatever like <laughs> entertain him <laughs> this little creature like come on you have to cheer him up sure he's okay he looks sad and he just, like, <laughs> she just like climbs on his back or whatever instead and is like yes it's just like uh they're just very funny they're very cute as opposed to like feeling like you know uh like I said with Clara, it's just very easy for, like, a character like Clara to be bad, but, like, as much as she, like, tortures him, he's, like, treating her like a person, you know? Like, he's not, like, just, like, he's just, like, cut it out with that, you little creature or whatever, but it's not, like, mean or anything. It's just, like, that's what she wants to hear, you know? She's going for it. Um, yeah, great show. I'm, I'm very happy with this one. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I have been, like, going in at the beginning, but... It's very nice. Uh, okay. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Oh, you know what's weird? LV, you stopped watching uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm, right? 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I have. Okay. I'm not going to say much about it. I'm just going to say it's very weird. Uh, they got the voice actor who plays Dio oh. from JoJo <laughs> to be a traveling merchant man. Who are they? Is the is the merchant like recurring or is this like? He a seems like thing? he's probably going to be back. Yeah. Mm, might be important. Okay. Okay. But yeah. uh, so she so she started working basically. Uh, okay. With so so that she could learn how to read from uh, her guard captain. Her father's a guard captain. And, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, she went there, and the, her father can't fucking do shit, but the guard captain, <laughs> the other guard that's there, he knows how to read, he knows how to write, he's supposed to manage things, but obviously she has all her knowledge from her previous life, so she's just helping him, like, balance the books and stuff like that, of, like, mm-hmm. merchants and stuff like that, and she's learning how to read all the while. Um, so she's, like, trying to organize with this merchant, like, oh, I can get uh, the, the this boyfriend that I have to be like a merchant or whatever when he goes for an apprenticeship or something like that if i can figure it out and it's like you know it's still very slow and stuff like that i appreciate kind of to a degree how it's taking its time with it it's very strange as we said originally uh and just sort of seems like you you get what's it's going for immediately uh but uh it's been it's been fine uh, the thing that I wanted to say is that the uh-huh. last episode ended with, so she keeps getting sick, like, whatever. She's just, like, they say okay. in the first episode, she's very frail or whatever. Um, she's, like, asked to the merchant man when she was talking to him before she left, like, oh, uh, do you know of a disease that just keeps coming back and makes you tired? And they're like, oh, no, I don't know what that is at all. And the, the, the other guard's like, yeah, I don't know what that is either. And then she goes, oh, okay. And she leaves. And then, like, the final shot of the last episode was just, like, that scene. And then, like, when she walks away, the other merchant goes, oh, no. She has the devouring. She does not have long <laughs> to the, live. the fuck? Oh, fuck. <laughs> the devouring? Yeah. And what? I was like, what? And that, that was the last episode ending. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um... um Okay, so well, that also goes back to a lot of people's theories where the original girl, so it's not as bad, the original girl probably died from the devouring, yeah. and she just replaced the soul. Yeah. Like, again, so like that's Still pretty what people twisted, were saying. She didn't force, I like, kill a child. <laughs> she did not kill a child, she... no. Um, <laughs> so, okay, interesting. But it, wow. this, this show's doing a thing that like I appreciated. It's doing it much better, honestly. Um, yeah. Of, okay. uh, so when I said, uh, when I talked about Mao Summer retry, I appreciated something specifically, which was that uh, a lot of isekai recently are really obsessed with the slime type style of thing where they like talk about infrastructure or something like that or introduce right. like modern concepts and the Mausama thing was like oh like he's making his empire off of like creating like uh healthcare for people like uh you know like free healthcare for everyone uh-huh. and um soap was his big one <laughs> how he was funding Basic that hygiene. because it was like well like you go to all the rich people and you go oh, look, this poor girl has better skin than you. Isn't that weird? Or whatever. And they go crazy or whatever. <laughs> Which is kind of accurate, yeah. Yeah, and that was how people he got all his money. People that fucking be disgusting. Yeah. And I, uh-huh. I was appreciating that because that's like a novel yeah. concept. It's cool. Uh, I think the bookworm does it like much more interestingly because like she's doing like extremely mundane stuff. This isn't like Dr. Right. Stone levels of her bringing us up. But she's like, I made like a really basic shampoo. I made like a really basic pan. I made a, I made a fucking pancake. Like I, yeah. I did all this thing like, oh, this, this stuff you're using for bird seed, you can actually cook it this specific way. And it makes like a great, like soup stuff. Like she's uh-huh. doing all these little things that like 
her ultimate goal is just I want to make books or whatever, but she's able to accomplish like her goals or seem much smarter and get away with stuff because she's like just bursting out these insane ideas and concepts yeah. for this era. Right. Uh, and I like that aspect of it. I think that's really clever. Uh, there's a lot that can be done with it. Um, I don't know where the show is going because sometimes <laughs> right. her eyes just glow rainbow when she's very upset uh, and I don't know what that means and she apparently the has devouring? the devouring. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to mention that real quick. Uh, if you like like really slow stuff and honestly, if you have problems with isekai, I would say this is probably a good one to watch because it's barely an isekai, honestly. Like it's not like, there's no battles. There's no like fighting at all. None. No fighting. Yeah, it's just a little girl doing stuff. It's just a little girl And no one out. listening to her because she feels like she's smarter than her. It's sort of like an analysis of, like, surf society at that point. Yeah. Like, not not yeah. the point of, like, um, where... Have you ever seen Maoyu? I talked about this a while back, I think, where it's, like... That one is, like, actual serfdom stuff where it's just, like, the, the peasants run the farms or whatever and right. talking about how that society worked. This is further than that. This is, like, pre just before the Industrial Revolution and stuff like that where it's, like, everyone is still, like, in medieval-style stuff, but, like, people live in apartment buildings. They live in these huge apartment buildings, basically, like, in cities and, like, just go around doing, like, really stupid bullshit and stuff like that because that's what it was like. Uh, before like factories and stuff like that came into being and she's like just on the cusp of that I think uh, since I'm sure she's going to invent the printing press or some bullshit like that <laughs> yes uh, but yeah I, I think it's a pretty good show honestly I, I, I it was very boring in the beginning um, but I think it's picked up at least a little bit and it's definitely more endearing because like her family like really cares about her now or whatever and it's really sweet right. like as opposed to it just being like, because you actually, like, it feels like she actually knows them now. Whereas before it was kind of weird because it was like, well, they think that she's this other girl, but she's not actually. And But it's sweet. Like, the dad gets jealous that she's always going to the, the guard, just whatever, to talk to him. He's like, you <laughs> yeah. know he's married, right? And she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm six. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's very funny. Uh yeah, uh, so that's 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 a that's a good one. Uh, you know, I'd mentioned it just offhandedly, but how about uh, Doctor Stone? I know John's not caught up on it, but how about that <gasps> Doctor Stone, huh? <sighs> huh? <sighs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel. Yeah, just a lot of exhales. Okay. Uh, I can go into. Oh yeah, you want to go, go into? into okay, yeah, go I'll go it. into it. <laughs> so. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll go into it um, explicitly. So, so after the whole sequence with you know explaining the origin of Ishigami Village and the original space you know troop that essentially cra- you know crash landed into and founded this village to you know these are these people are their descendants. Um, one of them being, one of them being you know Senku's father, aka not really his father. You know, just to remind you, not his not really his biological dad. Who found Man, what village. the fuck? <laughs> Just to remind you, you know, you know, we we gotta keep reminding you this as the series has been. Um, but you know, after that whole sequence, you know, everything seems fine in the village. Everyone's just chilling. They're having like you know dinner by the fire, etc. And then Sukasa finally comes back. They finally rebound back to like what was the big threat in the beginning? Uh, a bunch of fucked up people, you know, from you know, repping from Sukasa's army comes in trying to invade the village this this naruto ass motherfucker looking guy (laughs) 
named Hyoga. You know, he has like silver hair. He has, he's got a face mask for some reason. Something's, something's up with his face. They haven't showed his face for some reason yet. It's probably fucked up. Um, you know, he approaches the village and he like beats up Kin- Kinro, aka the, the serious, one of the serious characters. You know, he has to wear the glasses, etc. And there's this whole like annoying sequence where Kinro unfortunately is like hanging off the bridge and then. And then they're like, no, we can't save it. There was, <laughs> they can't, they were, they had this whole like stretch out thing. We're like, no, we got to cut off the bridge. We can't save it. They can like literally run. I don't know. It was not a big deal. But anyway, that whole thing like happens because like and that whole thing like gets dealt with because Senko remembers, oh, we still have gunpowder. Let's pretend we still have guns to scare them off. And, you know, so they shoot whatever. And like the, the you know, the Sakasa, you know, the Sakasa crew like retreats for that time period. And eventually they get over to Kinro. Kinro, and yeah, he's just like mortally wounded in his. Um, he's just mortally wounded, basically. Uh, one of the funniest parts in that episode is when Senku is like, "Oh, I got anaglesic," and he just fucking throws it on like like Kinro's body like an asshole. Like I thought that was funny. Um, and he's just fucking like dying miserably, and he keeps bleeding. But you know, the next day he's like fine. He has a bandage on his stomach, um, and ultimately. Um, it's just now like, oh yeah, Team Science. They're like, oh shoot, let's we're gonna now move forward and make guns. <laughs> they're they're now like full going full throttle to try to make like full on like industrial like weapons to kind of defend themselves essentially, um, and um, and then like again like they're attacked again. The village is attacked again, and this you know Sakasa you know Sakasa's people comes again, and instead of guns, they end up making katanas. And then, then, they're, then they're not using the katanas right, which kind of bothers me. <laughs> but anyway, they, they basically make swords, and then they kind of do away with the whole thing. And, um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's essentially what happens in one of the episodes. It's like a back and forth between, like, oh, Sukasa's army is now a threat. We got to now make weapons to defend ourselves. And they, like, have this whole dilemma about, like, what to do with the village, what to do about the children. So they keep mentioning that we, they have to protect the children. we only seen, like, two kids in this Well, there's also far. that weird 40-year-old man who looks like yeah, a child. Yeah, <laughs> is he so. a child? I'm not sure. <laughs> um but at least the episodes thus far, like I, it, it really makes me like you know, I, it wasn't really into Jen, you know, the Jen, the Dongan Romhan character, the magician, like mm-hmm. it, it, it really, <laughs> it's like he's like yeah, um, and like he, he really proves to be really like cool and like past episodes honestly because he's being really useful in terms of being like a double agent, but also like forwarding knowledge about like what he remembers about you know when he was in you know when he was when he was still like completely on Tsukasa's side so now he's being super helpful and it's like kind of cool he's like really shining um and yeah the next episode again they just that yeah the past episodes just have been a back and forth between Tsukasa's army and the village and then this other girl comes and then this other character comes in she's also just twisted she's like very pink i don't know what's going on with her she's she's kind of creepy um and she's basically i don't know like my best way to describe her is that Hmm. I don't know. She's like super athletic as well and can I mean yeah, I don't know how to describe her. She's just fucked up too. They're all fucked up. But <laughs> but it's 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 just yeah, the past episode is just having a back and forth between like defending the village and Yeah, going being down and like yeah. Um and the episode like concludes with them saying, you know, we're gonna have a great advantage if we like reinvent the cell phone, which is kinda wild. Oh, and they finally like reference they finally go back and reference the two friends that we have lost in the beginning, mm-hmm. saying, Oh yeah, you know, like 
you know, they're, you know, like, you know, like the, the group is like, oh shit, you know, this is like really bad now. Like they keep coming back. We're like, we're depleting resources, etc. And then Yosenko's know, like, you know, we're going to invent the cell phone. This will, this is going to help a lot if we have someone on the inside, wink, wink. But people are like, that doesn't make sense. Jen is here now, but don't forget the two characters we <laughs> forgot some episodes ago. They're still there. Taiju and Yuzuria. Um, they're still there, yet they haven't shown them at all these past no, two episodes. They just keep showing that one helped. shot. The one shot, which is in the opening. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they're kind of, like, jumping headfirst into, like, we're going to fucking invent, like, these high industrial, like, t- tech and weapons now to kind of defend ourselves. And, yeah, it's kind of twisted because... Yeah, besides that, besides, like, Sukasa having, like, a fucked up, like, really extreme sense of, like, godhood and, like, you know, decide, you know his problem being, like, you know, just getting to decide who lives or who dies, right? And that's kind of, like, what his problem is. And, you know, he's kind of, like, framed as a villain because of that. But, like, otherwise, we see a glimpse, in, you know, we kind of see a glimpse when Jen was, when Jen was still on their side. Um, we, saw, we see a glimpse of, like, what their group is like, what, what, what the town of, like, you know, is like. And they're, like, pretty peaceful. They're pretty, they're chilling. They're just, like, very communal. Like, you know, it's like, it, it looks like one of those, you know, it's presented as one of those communal uto- utopias, etc. Nothing, nothing bad happening. You know, one of the characters is just kind of living her life chilling. And she's like, you know, like, if, if you know, before my life, you know, before my life this way, like, I, she she struggled a lot, etc. And everyone's pretty happy. Like, it presents them as, like, they're pretty content with their lives, not dealing with the potential ramifications if they decide to revive like adults who they believe might be bad and might ruin things for everyone etc you know besides you know besides this like back and forth violence and them wanting to like get control of like you know team team science etc like they're they're kind of presented as okay like not like hideously evil so that's kind of like weird because i it, it i don't know like i feel like they <laughs> they don't really you know it's like okay that's not bad like why should i you know, yeah, it kind of presents them, like, better in a way, and that's kind of weird, so I don't know, it's like, I don't know what the creator's intentions are in terms of presenting, like, who we should be cheering on, but that was a little odd, in my opinion. But yeah, like, uh, the series is kind of getting a little more action-focused, but I don't know how far they're gonna go with it, because it wasn't that way before, but we're gonna see. And maybe, finally, Taiju and the girl will finally come back, who knows, but... Hell no! <laughs> we're just gonna keep forgetting we're gonna keep mentioning him and never show them that's they i think died. that's what they're, gonna- they're dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, but yeah that's what's happened i like uh i think it's really uh bizarre how i really worry about this author's politics i think if i'm right. going into it like yeah, based you're right. on, like, yeah, specifically like, how they like the way that they had like gen talk about Sukasa was like really weird to me because like so Sukasa's ideology is good and yeah. so are the people who aren't Fist of the North Star characters that he's revived right. for some reason. <laughs> uh right. Like they they're basically like, yeah, like the old old people like really fucked up the world and like why should we let them come back and fuck it up again or try to like demand that we like work for them or something, etc. etc. The thing that, like, really fucked me up is, like, when they have, like, this girl said, like, specifically, like, yeah, you have to give, like, I had to give my whole paycheck to rent or whatever. It was basically slavery. And it's like, yes. But they're framing it as this, like, 
thing that it's like like that she's just lazy or something because she's just like yeah around, like the way and like, the way she yeah the way she was posing too like yeah. they're presenting her as like but then it's like that's a fair complaint but it's like that's true like, a, like it's just yeah it's true yeah it's like it's bullshit and it's just like the, yeah. it's and then gang goes like oh you get a bunch of tough guys and you bring like a half decent idea and they all fall for it and i'm like what are you talking about a half decent idea like what do you mean like <laughs> he's just saying something that happened like and everyone's <laughs> right, like the yeah. Only, yeah the only bad thing about sukasa's site thus far is like how he's he just kills things, people is, yeah he just kills people for no fucking reason he has like a godlike complex you know and yeah. that's really the main problem but in terms of like why the people are siding with him the philosophy makes sense that is something like most of us would want it's like yeah like we don't want we don't want, you know, we want, we, we want that utopian world where, like, we are not oppressed by, like, kind of those constraints, and it makes yeah. sense why they're going that direction, but it's, like, ultimately, their biggest issue is that they just want to kill people. Yeah. But, and then, like, again, why, why are the, why are these people that are high schoolers look like that? They don't. Well, because they're like primate high schoolers, as yeah, okay. the other dude right. fucking says out of nowhere and acts like that's a fucking normal thing to that's say. That's, like, a genre of a high yeah, schooler. Like, like, that's like, just like... <laughs> it's a category. Yeah. Makes I, no sense. Why did that one kid know how to use a spear really good? The fuck's that? <laughs> right. Like a spear? The, yeah, the Naruto, like, fucking, like... <laughs> a sword I would buy. And his face might be fucked up, yeah. His face is fucked up for some reason. We don't know why. Yeah. It's because he's, like, fucking the Danganronpa character or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> the, half of the cast is, really. Yeah. God. I, but, yeah, I... It's just, like... I worry going forward about what the fuck they're even trying to get yeah, at. Or what, like what is the conclusion? What What, what is going to be the ideal? So, yeah. Like, I, it's Curious. so bizarre. I like looking forward into some spoilers, which I did. Uh, I am like, mm, when I see like the future of what will happen, but maybe it'll be not bad. Who knows? I uh, one other thing I took umbrage with is that Senku said, we're going to reinvent the cell phone. When what he meant is we're going to do radio. Right? Yeah. Like, why? Right. Like, like walkie-talkies, yeah, inherently. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, when he first said the smartphone thing, I was like, the fuck are you talking about? You can't do that. <laughs> like, what the hell is wrong with you? And it's like, no, like, he means radio. And it's like, why didn't you fucking say radio? Radio's cool in its own right, dude. Like, what? Oh. <laughs> just, just... It feels like it was written by a boomer, like, or something. Like, I <laughs> Like, it yeah. feels like that. I know it's not. I know it's probably written by, like, a 20-something-year-old or something. But it really feels like from the way that, like, they're, like, the kids only know about the Pokemon Go or something, you know, like that or whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. then, like, he says stuff like Monster Hunter or he pulls out references like that. And it's like, what, like, what are you? What are you, half-boomer creature? I don't... <laughs> No, the creator is in his 40s. I think oh, yeah? Is, okay, yeah, that yeah. explains a lot, then. That <laughs> explains quite a bit. That explains quite, quite a bit. I, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I can't, I can't imagine like a recent Japanese creative, like in their twenties, conceiving something like Doctor Sin. To be honest, because of yeah. like some of the stuff that has happened thus far, not because they can't, but because of some of the ideas in it that we're kind of seeing now, right? You know, not the premise, not the concept, but just how it's progressing. I feel like, right? It's just there's some things about it. I feel like it's coming from an older generation state of mind, in a way. Weird fucking show. Just overall. Yep. Just a real weird program. <laughs> yep. 
I'm sure we really encouraged you to catch up, John, right? Yeah. Oh, God. No. <laughs> this show sounds like a piece of shit. It's an adventure, though. It's a real trip. I'm going to keep watching it because I just, I need to know. Yeah, it's oh just like, God. it's the thing you watch for you. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? The fuck? Wait, I, I have I have predictions about how they're going to solve the Sukasa thing, and I bet it's going to be stupid as hell. Um, okay. Uh, dun, 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 dun. John, you are caught up on Kimono Michi, though, right? Yes, I am. What do you think? I think it's pretty good. It's still, still really good. It's I'm still having a great time with it. Um, this newest episode actually like had some legit like stories backbone to it and like made me feel a, an emotion perhaps. I like it. I I like that they are. I I really like how they focus on the different characters and how they find new like interesting gags to work with them, and then they also just characterize them really cutely as well. Like. They, um, basically the big plot conceit in the latest two episodes is that, um, the, uh, there's, like, a rival, like, like, she's not like a, she's not like a vampire, she's like a, the, like, other little girl, she's, is she, like, also a dragon, or what, what kind of, like, monster? She's a, she's a half dragon. Okay. I mean, I well, I know that the I know that the one that's on his team is a half dragon. I don't know about the other one that's like her rival. I thought she was too, because they're in the same family. She, they're not in the same family. They're rival what? families. I think she might just be what? Like a demon no, or something. aren't they like four fam? Like they're like the four families or whatever of a thing. Like they're yeah. all part of one larger family. I thought. No. I thought that was it because she was her whole three. She took umbrage with her was because she was bringing disgrace to the families or whatever. In general, yeah, the f- concept I mean, of the families. I mean, you know, they're the different families. They don't have to be exactly related. Anyway, so yeah, so there's the, the they introduce this like rival girl for the, who's the rival for the dragon girl, and she summons uh, Kimono Mask's uh, rival, who was like obsessed with him and was just like he wanted to win so badly, and now he has the chance. She's obsessed. He's ready to go. And then the next episode is just kind of like them, like, humanizing the conflict with the the, the two little girls and then their, like, their, like, servants, their servant vampires. It's just a lot of, like, world building and interesting character dynamics and, like, actually cool-looking fight scenes and just all these things that you would not expect from something that is, like, pretty gag heavy you know like they actually go in on these characters they make them believable they make them interesting and you know it's still funny you're still laughing you're still having a good time you're still laughing at all the dumb shit but there's also just all these like great little moments that these characters interacting and you know and and getting in cool fights and you know just just fun stuff just fun stuff overall i think kimono michi is a highlight this season <clears throat> this season it is very very good you know what i i uh i really liked how much carmilla sucks she just oh, really she's sucks hilarious. like yeah, she, like everyone just calls her a loser because she's a loser she <laughs> and she is the loser yeah like it's like and she just sort of like lives like that and it's like 
and you kind of feel bad for her, but you also kind of don't, because it's just kind of, she's like, kind of like a turbo loser. Mm-hmm. She just buries herself in dirt and drinks beer. It's great. It's very good. She just, she's just constantly fucking up, constantly getting eaten. Like all the, like I, I, I there's so many like well animated scenes of her just getting completely fucked up, and it's yeah. always so fun to watch. <laughs> I like the reoccurring gag that is literally just taken from Konosuba, but it's fine. Uh, where uh, the wolf girl just keeps stealing that dude's swords that he keeps finding everywhere and selling them, and that's how they get all their money. <laughs> It's good. like, well, you bought Nothung, the famous sword from North Kingdom or whatever? Fuck. <laughs> like, that dude doesn't even ask any questions. He's just, like, cool. Which I guess, like, if, if you saw her, like, doing all that, like, uh, bartending or whatever, the delivery for foods and stuff like that, like, I guess you wouldn't question her power either, but... Yeah. She's powerful. It's a good show. I, 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 I like the joke about it being Mao is his, uh fucking stage name or whatever as a wrestler so like everyone just when he they're like who are you or whatever when they summon him and he's like i'm mao and they go yes we succeeded the demon lord summoning (laughs) that's a good joke um i feel bad for the princess after that one episode i want to say though uh oh yeah they just constantly own her she's doing her best too that's why it's so sad like she was trying to do a good thing you know like i don't feel like she's bad or anything she was just like i i I want the world to stop being horrible and people to attack and she just didn't have you know the foresight to think that you could befriend every single horrible monster that exists in the world but oh yeah yeah it's a it's a good show though i it really it does just strike me how much it is just konosuba but better like I really, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad because yeah. I like Konosuba. It has so many issues. You know, it's nice to have one that doesn't have any issues. <sighs> um, you know what has issues though is an overcautious hero. I know I keep saying Uh-oh. this every single time. It's so now it's settled a little bit. It's settled a little bit. It's uh, it's very like um. They're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to tell the story of this guy is twisted and he's really messed up, but they're trying to play him being messed up as jokes further as the series has gone on more and more. But the problem is he's too mean and it's not funny, I don't think. Like, he's just horrible. Like, they always show that, like, it, it has this issue where it's... They're trying to display, like, how insane it is that he's he's like this. They're trying to portray that joke, right, of that, that game player, the person who plays RPGs and buys every item and stuff like that, you know, or whatever. But they're always proving him right in, like, really insane ways and not even, like, never once is he insane for having done something, like, for the most part. Like, they always validate him, which I think is a serious problem uh, when you're trying to do a satire I mean, it's hard to say it's a satire because it's like a joke. It's not like, it's not like there's this my, this group out there, fucking people like that that are running the government or something. But like, it's very like, like in the most recent episode, this girl 
is like this like goth girl or whatever she's like twisted and like she's like you know the classic type she's like a hex maniac from pokemon right and she's like they like teach him how to do this this one spell or whatever and like she falls in love with him and like she gradually like starts like you know like doing her hair more and like trying to like learn cooking and stuff like that to impress him and she makes him a cake wherever for him to go or whatever and is like i i hope you do your best out there and he's like you made me a cake? That's disgusting. You're gross. You're the worst person alive or whatever because he doesn't like cake or something like that. And she just like cried and he was like, all right, bye. And it was just like, what's the joke? Like, what's the, what's the, maybe I'm too, too like soft hearted for this, but what's the joke? Like, it's just, he's being mean. I don't get it. And, like, there's just a ton of stuff like that. Like, some dude will be tortured, and he's like, I'm saving you so you can carry my bags. And it's just like, I don't get why the appeal. I don't, I don't get it. Apparently people like this show, also, I found out. Which is really twisting my mind. Because I, I don't, I really don't get it. There are better isekai out there. I'm not saying watch Sword Art Online, because it's not better i mean it's better but it's not be- you know you know i'm just saying there's that be- kimono michi right there it's funny yeah. it's actually funny and it has like jokes that are a little like you know abrasive but they're never like just outright horrible or anything like mm-hmm. they don't make you feel bad that one just makes me feel all the jokes are just like really just and I don't know what they're trying to do with the goddess character in that show either, because like she'll constantly be like, oh, he's so stupid, he's so twisted for doing these things. And then, like, the second that, like, she just, like, immediately falls into believing that, like, he's not crazy, twisted man or something like that, and will be like, oh, I want to kiss him now, whoa. And it's like, what? Why? Like, he's, like, constantly, like, just, like, calling her a bitch and stuff. It sucks. It sucks. It really sucks. I don't know what's wrong with him. No more talking about that. I'm sorry. I just, that's the last time I'm probably going to bring this one up. Because I just... It hasn't changed that much. It's just like... It's a bummer, man. It's a real fucking bummer. Word. Um, Alright. LV, I wanted you to talk about this last time, but we ran out of time. So tell me about uh, Ahiro no Sora. I'm sorry. Duck Sky. Which is what that <laughs> means. Or Sky of the Duck. Sky of the Duck, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> duck of the sky. I don't know. What does that have to do with it. basketball? Oh, wait. You told me <laughs> well, that they have to. It. Okay, I'll yeah, go yeah, into yeah. it. All yeah. right, go for it. So, I no Sky is a sports anime. It's a sports series. It's based off a mo- it's based off of a manga that apparently has been writing since 2003, and there's 50 volumes to us. Whoa, what? It is <laughs> getting an anime now? Yeah, and I don't know. It's getting an anime just now. <laughs> so, <laughs> the creator was waiting for someone to get out of college. They, <laughs> they saw a waiting. child, and they I were think, like, this child will do it. I think sports anime are having their moment again because it's like one of those things where a bunch of them have ended or like a lot of them have ended the recent course. So I guess there's like a lot. I'm noticing there's like a lot of new ones like popping up, you know, or like ones being expected. So um, it's it's just that time, you know, we're going to go dig into the archives yeah, it's a special from, more time. Than, from more than 16 years ago. But OK, so, so definitely the series has its fans um, if it's been running that long and 
So that's that's good. It's how it's sort. And yeah, it's like a good. It's a really good series. Like you know, I haven't really sat down and properly watched like a sports series in a long time. Like you know, I'm not a haiku person at all. Like you know, just to mention the big the big popular one right now. <laughs> I will never be a haiku person because of how they <laughs> it's have. It's just too much. They haunt the FF tag on Ao3. I don't know if you've ever tried to like look at that stuff, but wait, why? Wait, why? Because was... there's like two <laughs> girls in haiku, and yeah, even if they're ne- not even in the fan fiction. If they just like reference those girls, the people who those sick fucks writing the haiku fanfics will tag it as FF and like put the girl, <laughs> the two girls in it or whatever. And it's Tarnishing like you people are sick. Tags. You are get out of here because then it's just obviously it's just Yaoi and it's like that's Ruining fine, but that's not what I'm looking for. for. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. Oh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. That's my vendetta against haiku. <laughs> so the the premise of the series is that. Um, if you read a, if you read about the series, like this this whole shebang about the series is like, oh, this like high school kid like made a promise to his mother who apparently used to do basketball. Like, oh, I want to do it, and that's like how that's that's what it reads in like a lot of the description. But that's not the most important part of the series. I don't know why it's advertised that way. The biggest thing about the series is that the main character, whose name is Sora, so there's kind of like there's, there's like a lot of wordplay going on with the title. There's like multiple things. There's is multiple he a like, duck? double meanings going on. So, he's not a duck. Oh. He is a human boy. <laughs> this is not <laughs> Princess <boy>. Tutu. <laughs> but he is Sora. Um, yeah, he, so he goes on to join the basketball club at his um, high school. And I guess he's a new student as well, entering this high school, because that's always how it goes. How, how do we introduce a new environment if they're not a new student too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and when he, when he tries to join the basketball club, so it's, it's distinct from, I guess, competitive basketball, so this is just like, casual basketball club, which, I, I don't know. Whatever, I'm not going to go into that. Um, and he finds out, unfortunately, the basketball club sucks or it's, like, non-existent because when he goes to, like, I guess the storage room where they are supposed to have their meetings or whatever with equipment and stuff, or, like, the locker room, some shed thing, whatever, it's just filled with delinquents. Like, crazed, oh, scary delinquents. <laughs> And they look like adults, and it's like, why are they drawn as like? I really like that. I like the consistent thing of like portraying delinquents as adults. There's this, but uh, not to derail. But you you ever see Sakamoto Kun? Yeah. Okay. There's like this like delinquent in Sakamoto Kun who is literally forty years old, and it's really fucked. Like he's like just and he just shows up to fuck these kids over. Like it's like really (laughs) twisted. But anyway, it's it's several episodes in, and long story short, Sora, you know, Sora's like, you know, like I I really want to do basketball, you know, and he gets picked on. It's he gets he gets genuinely bullied by these fuckers. It's like oh shit! Like at some point, they threaten to throw his sneakers away, which is actually like a prize thing he got from oh, his mother, god. you know. And it's like oh god, that's a big deal. But ultimately, he befriends like one of them, who's kind of like a slacker. He's one of the more nicer guys, and he's not like intimidating to him. But he's like a huge lazy bum, and like there's a whole joke too where he's kind of like a perv as well, and he's been texting this one girl he met online, I think, etc. I forgot if it's online, but whatever. But he's like, he's like a huge bum, but he's otherwise nice to him. He's like the nicest to Sora thus far. Um, but Sora's like enthusiasm and optimism to really want to play basketball and like actually make this club useful as opposed to just be an excuse for the, these guys to hang out. And essentially it's like, you know, the, yeah, it makes sense. Like the school requires everyone to be at least in one extracurricular to finish school. Like I, I know I had to. I yeah, had to I do that had, too. Yeah, yeah. That's like, and that makes sense. Like you gotta, you gotta encourage people to do something other than like just school. Um, so they just made up this 
they used to play basketball apparently, but they just as time went on, there's like no purpose. They just lost a purpose, and they just do it now for the sake of having that on paper, right? So long story short, yeah, Sora basically slowly gets to know them and like bonds with them and inspires them to like actually start playing basketball, etc. Um, and one of the things is that like he he gets bullied, you know, he he like he like goes to the court and like confronts them, and they he plays like a one game versus like four of them, like it's pretty impressive, etc. Um, and then the girls, and like the the female characters are also like really important in the series, like the the um. What's it? Yeah, like one of the girls who like is like a, like one of the big stars of the the girl basketball team. Like they go in and help as well. And yeah, basically, sort of impresses these guys, and they just slowly grow into warm up with each other. And the last recent episodes really have has been them like actually playing a game with some other competitive high school. And yeah, like it's it's just a really cute, cool show. Yeah, they act like teenagers, which is like what I'm impressed by. Like they don't act like weird, hyperbolic over intense yeah. like athletes were a lot of sport you know a lot of sports like and anime focusing yeah focusing on yeah focusing on adolescence but the competitive nature that a lot of them have is just not like that like it's like yeah. wow this is like life or death we're, i don't feel that here like there are stakes but it doesn't feel that way the stakes here is really just that they want to prove themselves individually or they're trying to confront why they like basketball or like what sort of like problems do they have in the past that made the delinquents this way etc um, and yeah, I really love all the, every single character in the show. It's like, you know, like, you, you know, like initially the delinquents are like super mean and a fuck, you know, like horrible, but then over time it's clear, like, yeah, there's a reason why they're that way. And like the chemistry with everyone's really great. Like it's, it's, it's a really good show. It's like, I highly recommend it if you just need a sports anime to go by. And yeah, it's also not like, it's not like over, it's not overstimulating too, where like, I think a lot of sports anime has this difficult balance between like explaining and really showing off the mechanics of the sport where it just becomes like, you know, what am I watching? <laughs> like, I don't, it's just becoming, it's just becoming like a talking head show or like you're showing like bits and pieces of like the action going on, but it's just literally characters talking over scenes, having to explain what's going on <laughs> or like sport, the sport itself is a very minimal thing in the background. Like, I think the show is very nice. It has like a nice balance between like showing basketball and showing like the character drama, etc. And it's, yeah, it's well-produced, too. Like, I, I think the character designs are also very unique and, like, in a nice way, like, cool and interesting. So, and, yeah, the, the delinquents have the stereotypical, like, over-stylized hair that is very dated, but it still works, I think, for, like, how, for some reason, Japanese anime keeps depicting, like, punk kids that way uh, with the pompadours and stuff, but it still works, I think, here. It's, it, it's like, kind of, st- it's still goofy to look at when everything else is, like, so realistically designed, but... I really like it. And yeah, like a big setback for the main character is that actually he's like shorter than the average guy too. And that's kind of like one of his things too. And like, it's the whole thing about him proving him t- himself to be, um, you know, more than just, more than just his height. Like he actually like inherited these skills from his mom who used to be a big deal basketball player, et cetera. And like, he wants to just prove himself to be on his own. And it's like a whole thing where like one of the girls finds out and she's like, wow, why aren't you telling everyone? And he just wants to be, he just, he just says like, I don't want to be in the shot with my mom. I want to be my own thing. Um, and that's where the, the the duck metaphor comes to play. Cause I think the main character is the main character is compared to like a duck where he's not really graceful. He's kind of like awkward. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of where it comes in. Yeah. That's where the title comes in. Cause he's like compared, he's kind of visually compared to like a duck who's not really graceful. Um, not, you know, and stubby, etc. cetera. Um, my big thing so far is like, they're really weird about like, 
what happened to the mom? <laughs> yeah. So she's so often referenced. That. I'm like, it's not clear if he lives. With, it's so far, it's not clear if he lives on his own. Like, it doesn't. No one's saying anything. It's weird. Like, I'm not sure if she's dead or like the last thing I recall is like there's a shot of the mom in the hospital. Like, maybe she's just in the hospital oh, and shit. is sick. It's not clear what happened to mom, but she's a big deal. But they're not being explicit about what happened to her yet. But people are talking about her as if she's alive, but I don't know. It's a little weird. <laughs> I don't know why they're holding out on that. Like, they're not explicitly saying what happened to mom, where is she, why, yeah, why did she stop? And the implication is that, like, yeah, maybe something bad happened to her, but, like, what is the bad thing that happened to her? No one is saying anything. They're being weird and vague as if it's, like, a kid's show where they can't say the word die if she did die. It, it's doing one of those things. It's really weird. But otherwise, it's, otherwise, it's, like, yeah, I'm gonna, like, follow this way through. And it seems like they've been, like, approved for, like, a four-core which is like, oh, wow. Well, yeah, it's like a 50-volume manga series. <laughs> they can't really. But, yeah, I really like it. It's like, it's a nice, also the, the theme song and ending song, a nice, it's, it's very nice. It's very nice. Highly recommend. Um, but, yeah, I do recommend it for anyone looking for a sports anime. So, but they're really weird about, like, discussing the mom. I don't know that why. Is very st- I remember that was the thing that stuck out to me when we were reading the descriptions for the next season was that its whole thing was like, it was like, what happened to his mother? The mystery will be they're unraveled. Not, and I was like, what? They're not saying anything about it. What I mean, happened? clearly some people must know since it has 50 fucking volumes, but... Right. <laughs> um, something that I did want to know about the show is that they had a... They had a uh, thing, a scandal... I don't know if you saw oh. this, where the ending theme has dancing, right? Uh-huh. And those dances were stolen from <gasps> YouTubers. They, they just rotoscoped over it or oh whatever. God, that's right. Yeah, I remember and, uh, that. And it ended up getting resolved. It ended up being resolved. They credited them and paid them uh, after the fact. But it was, it was a big thing because everyone was really, you know, everyone was complimenting the ending. They were saying, oh, I really like how these people dance. They dance very, like differently from each other even if they're doing the same dance and stuff like that they have very you know it's it's nice it looks real it looks fluid and then everyone was like someone came out and was like oh they stole it and it was like oh no <laughs> oh no fuck oh shit but yeah it, it ended up being resolved so all is well now but they, they, they <laughs> had that scandal story, a little maybe. bit ago and that was how i was like oh right that show <laughs> um man. yeah well that answer to Duck Sky, I was hoping it had to do with the mom, but I guess that plays uh, no, that plays uh, off as like that's probably like there must be like some sort of like duck idiom or something in Japan. Yeah, or... no, like the first episode is literally called the Ugly Duckling, oh, okay. um, and there, a lot of the episode titles have like flight or bird like analogies or metaphors, like you're taking first flight stuff like that. Broken wing. <laughs> His name is also Sora, so I don't know if this is close to like a Kingdom Hearts like. <laughs> mythology mythology with like wings bur- like swan you know i don't know at some point there's gonna be like a swan reference i know that sure. it's, gonna, it's gonna happen yeah but yeah everyone's yeah everyone feels like a teenager it's like oh shit yeah it's like it's like it's it's refreshing it's refreshing in that way it's like people feel normal <laughs> out of everything else i'm watching so <laughs> sometimes it's good to have a little bit of normal you know sometimes yeah. it's, uh it's nice like uh, right now i'm looking forward to uh uh, getting when I get to go back uh, that's why I kind of am appreciating the book one you know like to an extent yeah, it's like yeah. everything is so like ridiculous or whatever the fuck and then it's just like that's just 
he's going. There's conflict, but it's like real conflict, you know? Yeah, like, I feel this I, way about this too. Yeah. yeah. yeah not, like I feel, I, yeah, I genuinely feel like a passage of time is happening. Like it's just, it's just, it's just these kids playing basketball and then they're with, with these funky punks <laughs> and they're like ridiculous. And it's like, yeah, it was just really cool to see how, um, like the whole even development of like, these guys like relearning how to play basketball because they haven't done it in a long yeah. time because they've just been so idle by it and, and now this like some freshman kid is just like this pipsqueak he's like you know like you know like fuck you guys i'm gonna prove it you know it's just it was just it's a the way the sheer series is developing the characters is very nice and like i like and i guess because it has like it's referencing a material that has been like long established 50 fucking yeah. volumes they're taking their time with it and i i, th- I appreciate that so um yeah um yeah, good. Uh, uh, John. Yes. You caught up on Fate Go? Yes, I am. I'm all caught up on that one. How about that Ushi Wakamaru, huh? She's off the shits. She doesn't. She doesn't wear clothes, but she's very cute. So. She is very cute. I liked her voice. I I, I specifically said, "Damn, she's got a nice voice" on Twitter. Well, I was nicer about it, but she's just, she's got a very pretty voice. I like it a lot. Um, it's it's exciting. It's exciting to watch. Shit is pretty constantly happening. It's just an interesting, exciting watch throughout. Um, Gilgamesh is a very interesting character. I know that you hate his fucking. It's guts, fine. I understand. Um, this particular Gilgamesh is interesting. I feel like he's um, more interesting than normal Gilgamesh for absolutely, absolutely sure because he acts like a normal human being sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, he's like, he's a bit, like, he's, he's, he's a bit much, but he's a bit much in the sense of like, oh, he's just like this god king that, you know, is super sure of himself, but he does have a bit of humanity in this, and, you know, he, he seems to want what's best for his people at the end of the day, and that's a lot more, you know, understandable and believable than just the Gilgamesh that we usually see which is just the mongrels 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 I'm going to say a slur now yeah um it's just it's fun it's it's a it's a good time um lots of just like cute little moments back and forths uh definitely them trying to be like oh hey we gotta have we gotta have our little moments of the master being super in tune with all the different servants you know like there's got to be scenes of that and it's it's silly but it's still fun um, I, I was wondering how it played to you specifically since you haven't played babylon uh most of the people i know obviously have uh in fate go so I, i'm glad to see that it, it's it's playing well uh for you like you didn't need to have seen it before like it's telling the story well enough that you know what's going on yeah i, I think i think it absolutely is i'm keeping up with everything um, I don't know if there's any, like, little side things that I'm maybe missing, because I know that they go on to a lot of tangents to stretch things out, but then at the same time, it's probably for the best that those things are cut, um, but I can keep up with it perfectly. I, 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 in a sense, I would almost feel like people that have experienced it already would almost maybe be, like, bored because, or... I mean, I don't know. I mean, some people like to see things that they've already experienced, like animated and all that. Like, you know, you have people that already read JoJo that want to watch JoJo and all that shit. 
But, like, you know, like, this just seems like a perfect telling of it. Like, I, I couldn't imagine it, you know, being... I couldn't imagine people being like, "Oh, you have to play. You have to play it to get the full story." Like, no, I'm I'm getting everything from this. So, uh, I, I I think personally, at least for me, I won't speak for anyone else. The reason I haven't been bored is because of the way that it is recontextualizing the fights and stuff like that by actually involving the characters that are around, like you know how they have Gilgamesh fight Enkidu, because yeah. in what happens in the game, obviously, you know, is just. You, you fucking pull out whoever the fuck. I'm pulling out Shiki from Karano Kyokai, and she's just attacking Enkidu. Like, yeah. it's not, like, it, it becomes much more personal and well done. Like, it becomes much mm-hmm. more, like, uh, ingrained in that world and stuff like that. And I think it's uh, yeah. it's much better for that. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I, I don't, like, obviously, I, um, I absolutely believe that. You know, I'm not going to think, oh, hey, they fucking... They they sh- they should have like some random servants show up because that's his servants. Like I think it's smart that they just have him go in with Ma- Mashu and that's it. Yeah. yeah uh, it's it's it is... pretty fantastic. I'd recommend it to people even if they're not like crazy into fate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it did a good job in the first episode of at least setting some stuff up. I think you'll definitely be like left like, like when they fucking have like that scene with Mash and. Uh, freaking francis drake it's like i feel like anyone who hadn't seen francis yeah. drake before would be like what the fuck is this why isn't who you on a pirate ship yeah but otherwise i'm glad to uh, from it's, what you've seen which you haven't seen camelot or whatever so yeah it's, it's, look i've tried you're going camelot. to see camelot soon anyway the movie I will, will be out. i'll watch it because i've been tr- like everyone every like day or two i'll be like I'm going to see what I can do in Fate. And I, like, try to level some shit up. I try to figure out what I'm doing. I go into Camelot, and I just get creamed. And I'm just like, all right, I'm not going to play this anymore. I'm good. It's not fun. I'm sorry, everyone. That's okay. I don't think anyone would dispute you that Fate Go is fun, even if we like it. Um. (laughs) Uh. Um, you know what, uh, I, I, I started watching that, uh, new Psychopaths mm-hmm. that's on Amazon, and I, oh. remember uh, we were saying that it was weird that it was only eight episodes or something, like, it's like eight or nine or something? Yeah. It's because they're, like, 55 episodes long, uh, 55 minutes long, is why. Oh. <laughs> 55 episodes? So 55 episodes, each God. episode is 55 episodes long, could you believe that? <laughs> no. Holy fuck. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh, okay, they're so fi- they're, like, an hour each. Yeah. So it's like, okay. it ends up being like a little longer than a normal season. And I, I think that pace helps that show a lot, not getting yeah. broken up that much. Um, uh-huh. It's still getting broken up in weird ways where it's like, but not, not like particularly bad where it would be like, oh yeah, a case doesn't end until like the first 10 minutes of the next episode or something like that. But, but that's good. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I like that because it like lets them not have to like artificially like inflate something with exposition or something like that, you know, even yeah, though that, that stuff. Oh, yeah. That's definitely a trend I'm noticing with a lot of, like, Western series in general, too, especially, like, ones that are now, like, going to the direction of, like, this is just going to be a one-off miniseries. We're yeah. not going to, it's not, like, they, they go to the direction where the episodes themselves are super long, so then that actually is, like, a nice, that, 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 so things do feel more complete. Yeah. And we're, they're not dragging on something expecting, like, oh, we're going to get a se- season renewal or whatever. Like, no, this is something that's contained, and, like, I think that's a very effective, like, way of storytelling that format, and, like, I'm glad it's kind of catching on Absolutely. more, especially. Uh-huh. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean that show is also entirely exposition, though. So like, oh, I mean yeah. like not exposition, but it's a lot of talking. It, that's what most of that show right. is, right? Um, yeah. It's it's good. It's mostly different characters again, which I guess they did that okay. in two, I think, too, if I recall. Um, but they have some references to the old stuff or whatever. Most of it is all like the like mind jacking stuff or whatever, which is <laughs> something. They do good visuals for it this time around, oh, though. Okay. It looks cool. Oh God, thank you. They put like wolf faces <laughs> on and stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, but uh, one thing that's really struck me that I didn't even think about when I watched psycho pass one and two is i mean i did think about it back then but it's really striking me now just specifically is how weak they're like i don't know if satire is the right word but they're like they're clearly trying to say something about like how like eugenics and like all of these like crime detection softwares that exist and stuff is bad right that's what clearly they're trying to say i don't think they do a good enough job of really doing it because yeah go back with like season two season two's biggest criticism was like again not to spoil because you know like people probably still haven't yeah but but like because season two's biggest criticism was the big reveal on how everything was working and it was just not well thought out like, you know, and, like, how some of the characters, like, developed in such a way where, like, things were too on the nose and a little, like, it, like, it got a little more ridiculous than, like, how things were set up in the first season in regards to, like, how the system works and how society works. But season two, it was kind of just all over the place in terms of, like, question, you know, it makes you question, like, was this really, was this, was this the inherent idea in the movie? Like, are you serious? Like, you know, it, like, it, you can fault it to how, like, the, you know, the staff changes, et cetera, but it really... It really was disjointed in that way, I, I think, and that's why season two was kind of strongly disliked by a lot of people. They it's so they like do a little bit. So they do it a little better where okay, like the main so the main two dudes are right. Th- this one dude who just like he does all like the mind jacking stuff or whatever, yeah. and like sees like the dead people or whatever, and the other one just like tries to keep him steady like keep him grounded or whatever and the other guy is an immigrant and they 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 try to go into that and how people treat immigrants and stuff like that mm-hmm. okay. um, and they haven't done it particularly bad yet i guess it's very <laughs> just by the numbers like yeah like people are fucked or like towards the immigrants and stuff like that and they're just trying to be normal and live their lives and some people are just weird nationalists um but it's the, the other one is like very like he's clearly they're I feel like it's the writers trying to be like, okay, look, no, the the system is bad. Do you understand? Do you understand this? Okay. Do you understand? The system isn't real. Okay. Okay. The, the crime thing is stupid. It's not, it's not a real thing. I want you to know this. You people. So like they have him constantly say like, you have to think with your heart too and stuff like that like all the time to really just be like okay guys just so you know when the the gun says that it's fine to kill the person it's not actually true because we're trying to do some sort of like analysis on police stuff or whatever but it's like the way that they do it is still so fucked sometimes because like they'll do that thing where they validate the system right like they'll they'll be like oh well yeah yeah yeah, and that's the problem is like Mm -hmm. 
it's just so like where it, it works and then it's like oh yeah okay. and then it's like okay so is the system like what are you trying to say here like what do you, yeah it's yeah i think it has that problem where i absolutely believe that any redditor who watches this show fully believes that it's like oh shit <laughs> like yeah we need this tech like or something like that like i, I truly believe that there are people like that um but uh yeah. uh the um well the most amazing thing that happened to it that I really truly appreciate I have never seen anything else do this is they have these little they have a ton of CGI stuff in this one where they have these little like balls chibi balls or whatever going around everywhere they were in they were in two I think too but they're like way more present now and they had the chibi balls on a map uh, on like a little play place or whatever that they had on a table the main boy described how the 2008 mortgage crisis happened <laughs> over the span of 10 minutes. <laughs> like he fully fucking went in on it. It was incredible. And there's like, had like all Necessary. the, they had like all the people like interact and be like, but wait, why would the bankers do that? And he's like, I'll tell you why the fucking bankers did that. And like, it's just like, keeps going and like having all the TV. It was fucking wild. I was like blown away. It was really good. <laughs> Uh, that's good that's solid yeah it's it's interesting i think uh yeah. I, i'm gonna keep watching it because i really do think that the pace is much better and i i love cyberpunk stuff even if it's a very cyberpunk light show um mm. and i think that's a difficult thing with like you know some of the criticisms you said where it it it, it, it it's a lot of these things struggle with wanting to satirize or like yeah. criticize something but then like they don't know how to present it or like it's it's hard to present it in a way where like they don't want to endorse it exactly like, they're, they're trying to make it and like that's what it sounds like it sounds like there's like a lot of moments thus far in the series where they're trying to be really ham-fisted and blatant about like you know, <laughs> yeah this like is bad. this is bad so use then, your <laughs> soul not the gun so, so like when when the thing does actually work in relation to like how bad things are it's like they gotta remind you again in the next <laughs> Like you know, yeah, I I don't know, it's tricky. Yeah. I, I understand though. I can I can understand, but it's it's relieving to know that I think also with a new cast of characters that I think this is something that would be easier to jump into even without the yeah. context of the previous series. You, you know? could totally just helpful. watch this. You would you would and miss yeah, out a, on the Akane stuff because they they talk yeah. about Akane from two or yeah. whatever sometimes, but she's not in but the it show. Doesn't, like, and yeah, like they just have like I think like her like her little kohai girl or whatever who was in two i think right uh, yeah she's just like a pissed off police chief now so yeah yeah it, there's like a big time gap between the series and the last one so yeah. i think that's a good direction to decide to take where yeah the stuff that happened before like definitely influenced things now but you don't that's just like a historical background thing for extra measure you know otherwise new eyes can look at this yeah that's cool and all right it's yeah it's pretty easy to watch too i think i think it's it's yeah it's not intense or anything it's just like yeah cool it's like watching a procedural kind of honestly that's kind of what it felt like it kind of felt like watching like a fucking like uh, law and order or something <laughs> uh but with cyberpunk anime people they had like a vince mcmahon character in there just kind of oh fucked up i don't they called him like <laughs> the hercules man or something and he was like a eugenics he was part of the eugenics party running for governor uh, oh god wow yeah it's, it's just pretty blatant yeah a little bit blatant that's what i mean is it's just like fucking like it's like what <laughs> it's like literally says like why do you this think is the, the villain <laughs> why do you think the guns have a trigger because we make the choice in the end and they're like whoa like that's like, 
this is writing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, I, I'm still enjoying it, like, overall. Yeah, okay, Even, but... The, it's fucking it's weird. I've said silly. this before, but they just do, like, a Pulp Fiction joke at the end of the opening, and I'm really yeah, hung I did, up on I just, this. Yeah, I, I just watched it. Like, that's yeah. just... <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Why? Like, it's so weird. Yeah, the, the, the two have no comparison. And nothing in common. They just have guns. They don't it's even awesome. use the guns most of the I time. Know. <laughs> they use the gun to fire one bullet, and that's it. <laughs> Gotta make, like, noirish references, because it's cool. Yeah, fucking weird. <laughs> um... Uh, da, 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 da. uh how about uh the the uh the the uh the anime with nyc there we go i was from really yeah what's up with that what's going on it's happening this weekend damn whoa yeah fuck are you going to that so uh no oh. <laughs> i'm going to a smaller con oh, so that's different cool. Yeah, more relief thing. But I just want to mention there's a vi- fucking fate is taking over to anime conventions. I can't escape it. I'm still not. I'm still not going into this series. But I just. I'm just reading now that I just want to mention that they apparently have a big El Malloy event, and I don't know what that entails. Oh That's shit! All I'm saying. Oh damn, yeah, John, <laughs> you should have gone. Yeah. Fuck. Let's see what this say. Um. Yeah. They. Okay. Yeah. So anime NYC is like uh one of the. Crunchyroll cons that have been going on for years and like from my experience like going to MIC last last time not last year but like my, my first time experience it's like yeah it's a like a well-produced show it's it's nice to actually have like an anime con in the east coast again um and then Crunchyroll has Crunchyroll con in California too um the names are only different because I guess management's different so I don't know why it's just called anime NYC but it's still Crunchyroll con but for New Yorkers um but no, it looks like they have big fate events. They have like they got some big guests here. I'm just looking at it. Yeah, they got the Doctor Stone people there, and that was <laughs> that's what I'm. They got they got all the stuff you expect from the season. Like they got the Doctor Stone people, but they do have some big fate events. But I'm just mentioning that fate seems to be a big sponsor. In a lot of anime cons as of recent, but it makes sense. It makes sense. I'm, yeah, but they got some big thing going on. They got yeah, they got yeah. Was it they got their U.S. tour thing or whatever? U.S. Yeah. grand tour. So so like like a bunch of stuff is just going around the different anime con- conventions for this year and I guess half of next year, pretty much. But you know what's yeah. really fucked? This is all not entirely related, and I will say something about the NYC thing. Uh-huh. Fake Go has been down for maintenance for almost a full day now. And like <gasps> people's login scripts are, are gonna get broken, coping? and I feel like they're gonna kill someone. Yeah, there's like <laughs> there's like anarchy right now. Like there's <laughs> are there intervention groups? I don't know. I hope if you so. go, there's like people making memes that are like, oh no, we're never going to play the game again. And it's like, guys, it's been like not even a day. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> is there like a maintenance thing? Is it like yeah, that, is there a maintenance thing? thing? Oh okay. Yeah, they but wow, a whole day. A whole they're taking day. a risk. There's no, it, a it was supposed day. to be three hours. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, they, wow. yeah. that's it's a fatal. It's fatal. Wow, something bad happened. Some, it, it was Apple didn't push an update or something, and then everything oh, just fuck. fell apart. It's oh fuck the operating system issues. Yeah, it's what? fucked. Uh, the thing I was gonna say about Anime NYC was that uh, I know Aoyuki is there to do for because they're gonna show the new Madoka anime. Oh yeah, she yeah yeah I think she's yeah. She's I want to see the, the new Madoka anime because I play the Madoka mm-hmm. game that it is based on. It, I didn't know I think, it was going to be done yeah. by Shaft, and now I'm way more excited for it. I think uh, Makoto Shinkai's Weathering With You film yeah, is finally, yeah, right. US, finally doing a U.S. premiere at this con, too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if, if you're... 
Well, by the time people listen to this, by the time this is a public listening thing, the con is finished because it's this weekend. <laughs> it's this weekend as of November 15th to 17th. So I guess if so you're for- a Patreon subscriber, you get, <laughs> to, you get to feel relevant and you get to like you're living in the times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's some of the things to keep a look on of. It's like, you know, even though like, you know, it's just one of the things don't feel bad if you don't go to a con, but it's just a, it's just an important thing to know. Like, oh, there's announcements. And then you just follow the announcements of like what happened after. Like, I haven't been to like a big comic, like a big comic con in a long time because it gets really overwhelming and too crowded. I much prefer smaller conventions now, personally, but it's just nice to see like, oh, things that drop and et cetera. So, hey, big Illinois event, whatever, it's ha- whatever that means. <laughs> There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a murder and someone's gonna have to solve it. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh shit! That, yeah, that might be true. God. Uh, yeah, it's it's ambi- It's very ambiguous. It's telling me nothing. Wow. You know what? All I'm gonna say is I'm gonna I'm 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 going off. All right, everybody, buckle <laughs> in. All right. Uh oh. When Fate Go started their U.S. tour. Uh, oh yes okay i know where you're going with this yeah they started off in la Uh uh-huh they had exclusive items for sale there they had a fucking play mat with rio art on it it was adorable it was funny as hell it had da vinci and mashu and uh everyone's favorites it's all the little fucked up ones that's the rio art by the way elfie the like when they're fucked up oh those okay yes Uh uh-huh and they had a playmat because I guess there's a fake Go trading card game. I don't know. I wanted it for Yu-Gi-Oh. That shit sold out in like 10 seconds and now you can only get it on eBay for like $90. So Ugh. all you people at the fake Go US tour thing, print more of that shit. Let me buy one for money that isn't near $100. I want one so bad. Fucking pieces of shit. Make them more of them. Ugh. Anyway, yeah, that's it. I went off. <laughs> go off, King. Um, I was going to tell, let you go off again about Pokemon if you wanted. Yeah. Oh, God. I mean, yeah. it's, it's done. It's time. It's- oh, so is there nothing to say? Was there no last episode? I thought, oh, did we do that last time? <laughs> it just ended. Yeah, like, no it just episode. shut off. Like It a- just ended abruptly. <laughs> yeah. It cut to black like the Sopranos. It cuts to, yeah, it cuts to black. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Ash Sans just Sopranos. sitting there eating with everybody. Yeah. <laughs> in a, in a, in a it's it's playing the Pokemon first theme song or whatever, and it gets to the part where it slowly goes, slowly pans I'll, out like to the credits, and it goes like that. No one ever, and it just cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like interrupted. Yeah. God. Um. No, it was just it was whatever. They just kind of showed everyone go being like, oh, we're gonna have more adventures. Oh, right, that happened. You talked about it, didn't you? Yeah, Ash is going back to Pallet Town to start a new adventure, and it just kind of shows everyone else getting ready to go. That like Lily is going with her family, also on her own adventure because they're trying to find their dad because the Magirna woke up. Um, and of course they're not going to actually follow Lily anywhere because they're no. fucking cowards. Stupid, but. Like, the last shots, like, during the credits were all of them just being like, oh, here's where everyone is, and they're all just doing their thing, whatever. And fucking, I guess, Kakui and Burnett are gonna have a kid, because they show Burnett's, like, pregnant in the last shot. So, wow. 
That's he uh, fucked. Whoa! He fucking <laughs> fucked. <laughs> That's a good, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's that's how it goes. Um, Rose did just post a very fucked up image of, I guess, a Santa altar. <laughs> so long. Little they, Santa they, they just keep making the little tiny baby jaltered Santa creature. They make her sprite longer for every time the maintenance goes on. And she's just getting real fucked up. People are making real fucked up ones she, now. She looks so sad. Actually confused. I'm not sure what that expression well, is. Well, listen. You see, Jalter Santa Lily, evil Christmas baby, is... Uh -huh. still, there's the evil John, who's John Alter. That's, you know, Joan, Joan of Arc. That's her. Yeah. She's okay. evil. And then she drank a potion and turned into a baby and then wanted to become Santa, so she became evil <laughs> Christmas baby Jalter. Uh-huh. And now she's her own person. <laughs> Fate fucking sucks. <laughs> her, her character description in the game, they have the loading screens, they have little character descriptions. Her character description ends with, you know, someone should really put a stop to this shit at some point or something like that. Like, it's like, it's fucking, yeah, guy, tell stop it. Stop making them. This year we get Attila the Santa. Christmas spirit, yeah. <sighs> I, I do appreciate how these chibi characters of, like, the characters are their own thing. Oh like, yeah, they, they, and it's still explained. They have their own character. Like, yeah, there's like actually dimen there's dimensional shit going on with. Oh yeah, it's fucked. If you well, ever well, like, like the like the Nico arc stuck, like that's legitimately a separate character. Oh that, yeah. Like, what? Real? I did. I didn't realize it's actually like a canonical character. I yep. thought it was just like thing. Okay. If you ever watch one uh... Fate thing, you should watch the Fate Go manga anime. Because it's all the little fucked Wait, up creatures. Manga. Oh, it's, yeah, it's just the show. Yeah, it's, it's, the, okay. it's the little it's like fucked up creatures so learning with we, manga. Mm -hmm. we, sh we should just God. show that to LV after this. We should just... Oh, oh God. God. We, need to, we need to corner you and do it's it. Initiation. It's really fright... No. Oh. My, my long delayed initiation to Chichugatsu. <laughs> it's just real fucked up. <laughs> it has been to put off so long. Uh, I'm sure I'd enjoy it without a context. It's it sounds it does sound funny. Yeah, like even if I have no idea. We're gonna harm LV for life. No. So. Yeah. If I don't, if that. I'm not, if I'm not in the next episode of this <laughs> podcast, you know what happens. We can't lose another one. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, 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 L L yeah, you know what? Yeah, LV, talk, talk, let's let you do Fire Force, and I'll talk about one more thing, and then we'll go to questions. Oh, God, Fire Force. Oh, God. Oh, okay. no. I don't even make you anything, but... All right. Fire Force has a huge whiplash problem, I feel like, where when things are going, it's like, oh, okay, cool, I want to more know about that. It's like, but then they keep, like, jumping onto a different topic, or they introduce these new set of characters all of a sudden, and I'm like... Well, you barely developed the other characters. Like, I don't... You're barely developing, first of all, the women. Again, that's still an issue of the series. They're not... They, no, 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 none of the female characters really had a real arc besides the cute nun character, Lapis. Um, but... So, I guess at this point, the, the main characters are trying to recruit more firefighters on their team because the bullshit with the cult is getting worse and they don't know what to fucking do. They also had to move around some people or something, or they lost people. It's not clear. There's, like, a lot of things not clear where characters just kind of disappear for a few episodes, and then they come back, and it's like, oh, I forgot about you? Like, I don't... So, they're... So, the most recent episode, they're trying to... 
they recruited this uh, forensic scientist, and he looks like what's his name from Catherine, and it's fucked up. Oh, <laughs> like, like why the does man? he look like that? Vincent? Yeah, the man. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Vincent. It's like what the? Okay, he looks like Vincent. When like uh, yeah, he looks like Vincent for some reason, and he's crazy. He, this guy's suspicious. This guy's his also his name is also Victor, so it's like okay, whatever. Um, they basically recruit this forensic scientist to like. Like, expand their foray, because the stuff with people combusting is getting worse, as it seems. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Shinra, the main character, and Arthur, and then... What, I, I, keep, I call her Lapis. Her name is Iris. Sorry. <laughs> Iris, the, sis, the nun. The, the, the firefighter from the... You know, she has to do the prayer whenever they have to, like... And... Um, they're, they're meanwhile assigned to like you gotta you gotta recruit this 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 engineer to our team, and this guy looks like a Borderlands character. <laughs> I it. It's like ah, uh, but no, that's just like his mask so far. Like they go in, he's like normal looking, but otherwise they go into like his, this junkyard. It's like what you know. I'm watching this episode. It's like what the fuck is this? It's like Borderlands, and. He again, again, we're running right into this thing where it seems like a lot of people hate the fire force or they hate the bureaucracy around like how the fire force is kind of like this privatized thing by the government. Like, there's this interesting thing about like nationalism versus like people wanting to be vigilantes and stuff. So that's like, yeah, so that's like a big dynamic going on, the politics of the show. Um, and yeah, so the guy's name is Vulcan, this engineer, aka, or, like, a blacksmith, you know, like, I don't know how to refer to him, but, like, his name is Vulcan, and he always, he, he dreams about, um, he has a dream of recreating animal life, and it's, like, opening up this weird thing now where a lot of species in this world are, like, <laughs> like, what? Why is this suddenly a thing being brought up now like a lot of animals are actually extinct on this planet are we on earth i'm not sure um i guess they all caught on fire maybe that's what happened everyone just but um but meanwhile we have this like i don't remember this character like we have this new uh, we have this other character who's coming in intervene and being like no you should join our fire force unit and it's this like guy with a plague mask his name is giovanni it's this fucked up guy with a plague you know plague doctor mask you know he doesn't take it off um but lo and behold of course like he has some sort of weird connection to the people combusting you know causing all these combustions so it's like a weird two-faced thing um see as i've explained this i'm confused i'm trying to explain this and i'm like all these new characters are just suddenly they keep introducing these new set of characters and they don't linger on them enough to like for me at least for me personally to kind of digest like what their role is on the bigger scheme of things <sighs> anyway do you think this is why the like the the dvd sold like three copies or whatever it was like that really grim <laughs> thing that you heard about that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's that made me feel bad. That made me feel bad. Like I know, like people aren't really buying Blu-ray stuff anymore that right. much, but right. Damn. Anyway, this guy's workshop gets obliterated because he's not wanting to comply with choosing a side with the the, the cult. So I, I don't know how to explain this in the most generic way possible without over-explaining it, but because it is confusing and yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I feel like I'm just like hurting everyone the last, this podcast by essentially, asking about him. Essentially the last episode, essentially as of last episode, the workshop gets fucked up. 
Um, and the plague doctor guy, like, destroy. Yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know what happened. I don't know how to explain what happened because I'm kind of confused as to what happened. And then, and then, like the guy, the the blacksmith Vulcan, he he has, he has this like this cool sister to introduce, like early on and then like she betrays him and it's like well she didn't we didn't really establish her long enough or really got to know her long enough for me to kind of like take it on how bad that was i mean they have this whole backstory like oh yeah she's not really his sister i think like they kind of just grew up together etc and then it turns out like this whole time she was secretly a cultist but then it's like she you literally only introduced her like one episode ago like i don't know how like the impact of this being like a deal breaker is not that great you know it's like yeah like, like we have like these, we have these units of two to three episodes where our main characters are jumping from one town or visiting a, a group of different people, but we're not lingering on them long enough for me to like, for my empathy and for me to digest all this information, like being spilled out and just like, you know, bam, 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 like, you know, just like being like, like, like all this exposition going on in like within the span of these two episodes of these very specific characters that we won't see for a long time again and we move on to immediately to the next new set of characters and like the cycle gives a reason it's like i really want to like know what's happening but everything is happening way too fast or in a or paced in a way where it's just not i'm just not registering what's going on all i know is that there's like this big issue you know like the only thing retained to me is that they're they're trying to visit and recruit all these people and visiting these different towns and groups to address this, the bigger issue of like combustion and how like a lot of these things seem to be deliberately planted. But it's just like, you know, going back to what I kind of said in the beginning, like they're, they're trying, they're introducing all these new characters that I need to take in that are important. They're all going to be important. I noticed, but meanwhile, like even the main characters aren't fully developed enough, like for me to like, you know, for me to kind of settle in on, like, kind of grow, grow and empathize with him better. It's just like, it's just like, uh, it's just, it's, it's just information overload, I personally think, in, in ways, too, where I don't think, like, it needs to, like, slow down a little more. Like, I, you know, I don't know how the manga's paced, but it's like, it needs to slow down a little more, or, like, it, uh, like, how things are, how things are explained needs to be slowed down a little more, in a way. It's, it's, it's not taking time with its characters, and that's, like, a shame, because all of them are really interesting so far, yeah. and I do... I do really, I do really like like the ideas and concepts being presented here. It's it's really interesting. Um, like the opening changed. Um, it changed now into this crazy metal song. I'm not into it because I kind of like the other song better, but like it's 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 intense. It's intense. And yeah, and like it, it shows like these new characters in the open. It shows all these new characters in the opening. I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna be introduced to all these people now all of a sudden. But then it's like, <laughs> why? <laughs> it's just too much. It's too much. It's like. Okay, I, I, yeah, I didn't get to know enough of, like, our main group, so now we're just gonna, we're just gonna throw you in, like, all these other supporting characters, like, without taking our time, you know. And the poor fan service girl, the, the poor fan service girl, whenever she pops in once in a while, I always have this glimmer of hope, like, oh, they're gonna, they're gonna finally develop her, they're gonna, they're gonna have, like, the serious scene with her, they don't, she just, she just falls into, like, a fan service joke, it's like, ah, which is the girl with pigtails, um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I still like the series overall, but it's just, like, it's kind of exhausting because it's, like, I literally don't know what's going on half the time. They're, like, going through so many things so fast too and too condensed in a way, I think. I, I feel like every time you talk about Fire Force, I just, like, I say the same thing to you, 
And <laughs> yeah. it really, like, I just say, like, well, I hope that it it can be better for you. Like, do. I hope you that say, I say that every so single time or something. Like, I'm sorry that it's so do. bad. <laughs> it's just like, I was about to say that again. I was like, you don't say it again. Like, what are you doing? You said it again. Like, I really, oh, I really do want that, though. Because I, I do, I have seen parts of the show now, because my roommate started watching it, like, yeah. a few weeks ago. And I've seen parts of it now, and I see exactly what you mean about, like, when it's really, really good and, like, it, like it's compelling. Like, I, I, it's not organized. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not organized. Not that's at all. Not, it's not organized. It's not, it's not consistent, which goes back to me. I think the word inconsistent is like the, the strongest word I can say with a show because, again, it goes back to a lot of things. It goes back to, I don't know if you're focusing on Shinra. Like, he's an amazing yeah. character. Like, I can't tell. Or I, I don't know if you have, like, I can't tell if this series knows how to balance its female characters at all. I can't tell, like, when, like, the fan service in the show is not good because it's too random, right? And that's the biggest issue is, like, the, the, the treatment of that one character is just, like, not good at all. Um, it's not consistent. It's like, it doesn't make, like, like when things are brought up, it's not, it's not carried over. It's just, yeah, it's not consistent. And that's a problem. Well, I'm not going to say the thing, <laughs> so don't worry. But we can only hope that anime at large can figure out pacing problems because it just seems like a consistent blight. And it will always happen. That's the nature of the yeah. medium. But it's like, there's some that are just so obvious. Like, it's just like, if you just like did this one thing, it'd be better. Like if they just decided that they were going to focus on one person or, you know, one concept or anything instead of just right. bouncing around. Uh, that's what I remember. What, really oh, yeah? what I really liked about the last few episodes is it shows, you know, again, um, Iris, the cute nun character. Like, it shows her in casual clothes. I think that was fine. Like, yeah. It's like, oh. And then she's, like, touching all the weird stuff in the junkyard, and she keeps fucking things up because it... The guy made... Okay, so, like, the, just... I forgot I mentioned the, the engineer that they were visiting, Vulcan. He makes all these fucked up animal animal robots. It's, like, fry, Five Night at Freddy's level <laughs> quality. It's terrifying. It's fucked up. Like, one of them is just, like, a squirrel. And then when Arthur, the, the delusional, like, Camelot kid. Like, when he picks one up, it just starts peeing. It's like, what the fuck is this? It's Why would really you make a up. robot that peed? Oh, John yeah, would do like, that, actually. Well, that's so inconvenient. But anyway, there were, like, a lot of really funny visual gags, like, in regards to, like, the non-serious parts of that, those episodes, but it was, a lot of it really was just confusing, because it was just the, again, like, as I said, an overstimulus of just, like, you're just introducing all these new characters and plot threads all at once, when we didn't even kind, we didn't even resolve or, like, gloss over, like, what happened last time, you know? But yeah, that's that's it. That's Fire Force. <laughs> Good luck to me. Yeah. Good luck to you, indeed. Um, yeah. <laughs> so uh, the, you know what's a, a weird pacing one? Uh, so I'm just gonna say I wasn't even gonna say anything meaningful about No Guns Life, uh, but I want to say that everyone should watch it because it's dope as hell. They did do the bad trans joke again, but I can just ignore it because of how fucking kick-ass the rest of the show is. That it's just like whatever. Zoom pat. That's how you know it's good. You know, if I can endure that. Um, but you uh, know has fucking issues is John would have said this too if he had been caught up on it the board game girl anime okay yeah <laughs> okay so I'm caught up on it the most fucked up thing about that show is I figured out what it is is it's not even particularly that they take so long to get to the board games that's the problem it's that they don't spend enough time on the board game and the time that they are spending on the board game is just like bullshit like yeah. this is the biggest problem and i noticed it recently because the most recent episode was the glasses girl showing the game that she's been making to her friends and having them play it 
Oh, making a game. Yeah, she's making a game. She okay, wants to be cool. a game author. All right. Ooh, and cool. okay. she's showing it to their their friends and she's explaining it. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, explain it or whatever. Or, like, have some sort of thing or something. But they don't spend, like, the things that she's explaining are, like, stupid. Like, the thing she's explaining is, like, for example, she... She'll she'll go here are here are like she's made like a bunch of custom stuff for it, but she just pulls out like a normal like deck of cards or whatever, like a normal number, like you know, yeah, whatever. She pulls that out and she gives it to them, and then she, one of the girls just goes, "Wow, normal playing cards," and she goes, "Yes, I did not have time to make playing cards. Here are the playing cards," and they go, "Wow, with the numbers on them," and she goes, "Yes, the numbers." The number on the card <laughs> represents the number that you get. And they go, wow. So it ends up working pretty well, even if it's not original cards, huh? And she goes, yes. And I was like, what was that? Like, I was just like, <laughs> like I just stopped. And I was like, what, what, what the heck was that? Like, why did I, I feel, just waste that time? I, I, feel like, I feel like more and more I'm hearing about the negative things from, from both of you and like, you know, like about the show and like how, like, well, you know, first of all, the obvious problem is that Despite its premise, it's not focusing on its premise. It's it's misleading, mm-hmm. um, or the premise is like very secondary to like what it wanted to do. But also, it seems like this show is written by people who are actually not enough of a strong gaming nerds. You know, not to call out their cred or anything, but I feel like it's made by people who are not as passionate as you would want people to be about this subject matter. So like the kind whole thing of. about like yeah, so the whole thing about like for instance the the girl who made a card game like they probably did not feel like. They were very loose about making up an actual rule set or like. Well, she made like conceiving. a cool, like she made it like a, it yeah. was cool, but they didn't talk enough about it or like right. go into the semantics of like like uh, the thing that I actually really liked on this show was one episode where they played the the cockroach poker or whatever, because okay. they went into an angle where it's the psychology of playing a okay. card game that I really appreciated, where it was like this guy doesn't want he's trying to impress this girl or whatever, right, and he doesn't want to like make her lose but he doesn't want to let her think that like he just let her win or whatever so he's trying to figure out the best possible solution to like mm-hmm. do this thing and i'm like oh damn that's a thing that you don't you don't think about with board games but that's like how it goes like right like if you're playing with someone you really like there's that inner monologue or discussion that goes in your brain that's like should i be mean like mm-hmm. you know like i thought that mm-hmm. was really interesting and i thought i was hoping the rest of the show would be like that was that was like episode two now it's like episode six and it's like they did like an entire episode where they go to hot springs and the beach or whatever and it's just like <laughs> that that could sl- be slotted into any anime is the problem like the, they have a board game but it's so like ancillary to the whole thing like it's just mm-hmm. could be done better they should play parts easy that's what i'm saying since <laughs> the beginning play like some bullshit i don't know they seem yeah play like super casual like party games yeah. like uh connect Connect Four. They seem very trapped in German They need to play stuff. Connect Four. Like, it's all German <laughs> board games. They had this dude come yeah. in who was, like, an American dude or whatever, and he said, board games have no place in Japan. These fools won't buy it in Japan or whatever. There's no one. And he his heart ends up getting melted by the girl with the glasses who's making a game, and he believes that maybe there's a future for games in Japan. Although, in that, <laughs> they also imply that Kiryu, that, so the owner who's voiced by Kiryu, uh, the owner of the game shop, He's friends with this other guy who's also buff, and it implies that they were both in prison together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were out breaking rocks in Okinawa or whatever, and I was like, "What? Holy, Holy shit!" shit. Yeah, like, like, he has a scar <laughs> on his head. Like when Kiryu was in prison, I bet he was playing a lot of board games. 
yeah, but I like that both of them came out of prison and they like like we've we've bonded over board. We love board games now. I'm going to start a board game here in Japan, and the other guy's like, "Fuck Japan! They don't get it. I'm going to America." They don't get it. He they made a, a board game. He made a company called Bad Dwarf, <laughs> and that's the most famous board game company in America, apparently. In no, that that sounds about right. Like, <laughs> Seeing the kind of board it, ga- like the kind of board games that I see when I go to the game shop, it's like, yeah, I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that's. I think that's everything. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, John, take us to opinion opinions first or questions. We didn't really get in any okay. other opinions. I don't. Thing. all right cool then just check. do questions yeah just questions all right if you want to send in questions or opinions go to videogamechoochoo.com slash ask uh bonjour bonjour ask <laughs> what is your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card art why do we get this all the time this is you bringing these shit in that's a great <laughs> question <laughs> fuck you <laughs> it's so hard to say there's so many great card arts I mean, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna reach over. Let's see here. I mean, just like in this like pile of cards that I have. <laughs> Pulling out no. physical. Yeah, no, just reference. like in this pile of cards right here. I mean, I just, I got Danger Chuchinoko right here. That's classic, amazing art. Just gonna keep. Call the Mummy is like really scary looking. Um, like I'm, I, this is my zombie deck I'm looking at right now. Um, a recent one that I really like is Crackdown because that has Goemon on it, like a Gondolfe no. Goemon. Yeah. What's that fucked up one that looks like a jellyfish with a jewel in the middle of it? Uh, it's like an ancient to, card. You might have it's to like, be more specific. It's a spell this. card. It was like light blue. It's like solar spirit or something. I don't know. I mean, Monster Reborn kind of looks like that. I don't know. No, it was like a spell card. I don't know. I can't think of that. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, I think... You know, I could look through... Oh, it was Monster Reborn. You got it. Yeah. Okay. I could look through these all day, but just... Fucking... Vampire Sucker is, like, the best art. Like, I I love Vampire Sucker. If if I was, like, in the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime, she'd be, like, my... Like, like whenever I'm in a duel, she'd, like, be floating next to me and be like, John, you can win. Look, you got the heart of the cards. And I'm like, I sure do, Vampire Sucker. Thank you so much. That's what would happen. So I guess my favorite <laughs> is Vampire Sucker. <laughs> Do you got any LV? I, well, in general, I need to say trading card art is truly a fine art. Like the it detail really of a is, lot of these yeah. things, it's it's really beautiful. So I can say in general, like, yeah, I think most trading card art is like, I so but we do get per se. I like. <clears throat> I like Out of Virtue, just the weirdest fucked up ones, because because it's like, well, you have like. <clears throat> this really cool dynamic character art like you know some of these like fantasy like characters mm-hmm. etc but then you got some really fucked up ones in there um i like the ones where what was there was a recent one i thought i thought it was cute because it was very derpy was it the suchinoko yeah, oh, dangerous. yeah. The way, it's like it's why does it look like that like that's what they look like yeah oh god they're real. it's so cute but in like a weird way you know i'm like oh i feel yeah. bad for it it's like what is it that's like the yokai watch phenomenon I know. It's like, oh, this poor thing. I got two, I got two copies of Danger Chuchinoko. I need one more. Damn. <laughs> it's very cute. Why do you need another one? Because three, three copies. Three is for a, deck? 
Oh, you know what? Actually, I forgot. Danger Chuchinoko is actually uh, semi-limited, so you only need two. So. Oh, okay. That. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, three per deck unless rules state otherwise, you know, because they'll oh. limit. If it's limited, you can only have one. If it's semi-limited, you can only have two. And then if it's banned, you just can't use it. So there you go. A little fun fact for you. I think there was, like, one word. It was a burger with teeth. There was, like, a lot burger. of food items that are fucking... <laughs> is it what I just called that? Hungry okay. burger, yeah. Right. And then Great. it's a ritual monster, and to summon it, you have to, you have to use the ritual hamburger recipe. <laughs> Good. What about you, Rose? What's your favorite? A hey, monster reborn is just the classic in my mind. Like, really? That's just, like, all I can think of every time, because for the longest time I thought it was tentacle. <laughs> um, you might be able to see what I mean when you think about that. but Kind of. Uh, I think it, the funny it, it's is very generous, but the funny thing is that's like the censored art because the oh. original Monster Born is just like a cross, kind of. It's like an unk, but uh, I think like people were like, "Oh, it looks like a cross." Fucking the nineties were a time. Yeah. Um, the what's the? Is it like it's not? Is it like concierge to hell or something? You know what I'm talking about? Concierge I don't know. <laughs> I just made that up. Okay, I don't know what it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that wouldn't about. be a name. That do has mean, to be. Do you the mean train tour lady? guide to the underworld? <laughs> That's oh, the yeah. same thing. Oh, yeah, I just made a cool one. Version. Oh yeah, the one that has a story. Yeah, it has I a made story a better title just now. Uh, <laughs> you did make a better title. <laughs> and then Fucking wrote a goosebumps yeah, that one, that book. Cute. And then there's her. That one's cute. And then yeah. there's her like sister beat cop from the underworld. Right. Oh God. Yeah. Cops in the demon and world. I just like that. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. No. Very good. Very good. <laughs> okay, I've come up with a better answer with my name. Fucking. Concierge. Oh my God. It's concierge to hell. That's a fucking great name. <laughs> that, yeah, it's pretty cool. Really hey, no. hey, Konami, you listening? Put that in. They're not allowed to use hell, you know? They can't do that. Ugh. Look, they are so stingy with that stuff. Um, There's actually, like, a promotion that's going to happen in, like, a few months called the Lost Art Promo, where, because in Japan they have everything uncensored and all that, but in America, what they'll do is if, if you go to an official store that, like, does the tournaments and you spend $30 in one transaction, they give you a special promo card that's just the uncensored art. Oh, shit. And, like, one of them is for Solemn Judgment, I think, is the specific one. Yeah, like, the Solemn cards, those are all the trap cards that have, like, God on them, and he's, like, yeah. stopping you from doing stuff. Well, like, in all the art, he's always got, like, angels behind him, and they oh, they just erase the halos. So the, <laughs> the, all, the, the lost art is just adding the halos back, and you can, like, barely see them because it's, like, hollow anyway, so it's not like you can really see them. <laughs> But yeah, that's the kind of shit that the they do. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh. No, no halos. No, you know they, they have to like censor guns because uh, you might remember. You might remember the yeah. the, the forkheads initial. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's like all the like famous like finger gun yeah. thing. But you might yeah. you might remember the monster barrel dragon. Like yeah. in in the anime and in the like American card, it they it has like rail guns. But in Japan, it's just like it's like two revolvers. It's just the revolver dragon. <laughs> gun dragon yeah yeah and then a lot of the women like if they're you know scantily clad the harpy ladies harpy specific, ladies like, absolutely they, they erase the cleavages they reduce breast size it's like, <laughs> yeah some stuff like that <laughs> yeah. guy have no boobies no boobies here yeah, yeah. all right yeah 
All right. Uh, next up is a question from Natalie. Uh, I want to hear about anime characters you all relate to and or project onto. Personally, I slot myself directly into the Yushiki Yui role with my GFs. Rose is Yukari. But for what? characters... Because she's I said that. Spot. I actually said that, too. <laughs> wow. Um, Called out. But for, characters, but, for characters I, <laughs> but for characters I project onto, it has to be Monogatari Senjogahara. I want to hear your guys' choices. I... People... A lot of people um, who know me in IRL, they always they always kind of see me as this... Like, you know, like, I, I, I kind of... I'm kind of, you know, I sound expressive, and I, I, I do find myself to be expressive, but a lot of people don't see me that way, and not in a negative way, but they all they often see me as this weird person with, an ex, you know, like who who kind of, he's kind of expressionless and hard to read in a way. People who know me personally, so I often project myself as Mai from Nietzsche Joe, <laughs> um, who's like very quiet and like often like in the sidelines of things in terms of like I even personally kind of look like that to be honest too. Um, but all, it's kind, but it's kind of twisted, you know. To be honest, in real life, but yeah, that's how I, I often project myself as my from Joe specifically. All right. The glasses one, in case people forgot sure. the name. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about this. I I don't I don't know. I can't really think of anyone that I project onto or get compared to. I don't know. What What do you all think? How, how about you? How about you tell me? But who, 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 who am I? Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Um. You gotta do the the, the Oh, what am I fucking? What's his name from Zombie Land? That's what I always think of with you. Oh God! <laughs> That's literally what I think constantly. Yeah! Like it's the same exact yeah! fucking vibe. Yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. I was about to the, say the, Miano, aura, the aura is there. Yeah. Miano, or whatever. Yeah. But that's yeah. not his name. Why not? <laughs> yeah, because I'm because I'm just hollering at everybody. Come on, let's do it. But you know, I give a shit. I, I love you all. I care. Yeah. All right. Okay, sure. I'll take that. Rose, how about you? Oh, um, so I was going to say the Chisei character from Magus Bride, but that show just reads like a biography for me a lot of the time, and it's too <laughs> real. So I'm not going to take that one. I'm going to take Kambaru from Monogatari because I I transpose a lot of things onto her that might not be there even though there's a lot of stuff there sure so, so she's the projection yeah exactly okay. Okay. all right anonymous asks are there any shows you watch in order to detox after an anime session i always intersperse episodes of monk or columbo between my oh, this person's <laughs> a genius yeah, holy this, shit Classics, yeah. whoa! I'm so upset that this person is anonymous because I of... know. <laughs> I I I real I used to really love those shows. Actually, you know, now that this is brought up, maybe I should rewatch them. They're good. They were good shows. They were good. Good mystery shows. I also loved Murder She Wrote. You know, Angela Lansbury at her peak. I've never loved watched that, that but I've always wanted to. It's fucked up because it, it's it's kind of you know, and a lot of people talk about that shit because it's unintentionally funny. Where like this old this older woman, it just happens to go thing, and someone dies. It's like, <laughs> what happens. is she doing? Yeah, she, she keeps just, she just goes wherever, and she's like, the whole joke is she's not a, she's not she's not a, like a detective like those other two characters mentioned, but she just for some reason death follows her. So it's like, oh, she's yeah, she's just a writer. That's the premise of the show. She's a she's a writer. Yeah, it's fucked up. Um, <laughs> I. I, I'm if we're just kind of talking about fucking mystery shows, I am 
absolute I am I'm I'm not ashamed of it, but it is definitely a guilty pleasure. I love watching Law and Order. Like those shows. <laughs> oh, big dumb. time. John, you watch Criminal oh, yeah. Intent ever? I love Criminal Intent. Okay, good, good, good. I just wanted to make sure because every time I mention Criminal Intent to someone, they always say I've never heard of that one or not. No, That's my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Criminal Intent is like the one that has like the most like legitimacy. But if you just want to yeah. watch, like, because the thing is, is like, yeah, Criminal Intent is usually just like good throughout. Like your SVUs is like you know sometimes there's a good episode and sometimes there's like the gamer incel episode where it's just like oh my god these that episode's people. incredible. It's it's insane. That those that show is just like you never know what you're going to get. You really don't. And you know sometimes you're just like oh this is hilarious or oh this is like actually like well written or oh man the Mariska Hargitay <laughs> really wanted to get an Emmy or something so she had like a three episode arc where she got kidnapped and like the shit beat out of her. Can and, I tell you real quick just yeah. I just I tweeted about this a little bit ago but the one episode of Law and Order that strikes me in my brain that I always remember when I think of Law and Order is this episode where it was this this dead body in an elevator. Mm-hmm. I I started watching the episode before the I, I didn't watch the cold open. You know how they do it or whatever where they right. do the they do the crime and then they do so, the theme so, song. So it was a criminal intent episode. No, it was a normal Law and Order original before it ended. Because okay, because usually criminal intent is the because for for you see everything. Law, yeah, criminal intent they just show you everything and then they, and then the rest of it is like oh wait so maybe then I didn't miss it. Uh, well, either way, it was original Law and Order, like the second to last season. Right. Okay. And all I remember is body in an elevator, cameras all around, people are crowding, they're all yelling, they're all like looking in this low lobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. The cops walk up. One of the cops says, "Who's this guy? Some celebrity?" And the other one goes, "Close. He invent. He he claimed he discovered the gay gene." <laughs> That was just like that's all I can think of when I think of Law and Order. Is that some reason? This show like, like it whips ass for all the wrong reasons. It's fucking. T- it's uh, great. The yeah, Law and Order. I think one of the Holy detectives fuck. at that point was the fucking dude who is Jughead's dad on Riverdale now. God. Oh my right. god. <laughs> Ah, okay no um can i do my answer yes yeah okay so i was doing person of interest for a while that's what i was doing that's if you you get a chance watch that one of my favorite shows fantastic uh now i just sort of do any other show that people tell me to watch so like now i've been doing uh that show blacklist or whatever i've been doing that to detox because it's like it it really in both senses it really like paints a picture i think and really like disconnects you from the anime world because it makes you go like damn western tv just as stupid it's just stupid everywhere uh Mm -hmm. and it also makes me appreciate uh or well not appreciate it makes me question when people get like i know it's a slightly different kind of horny and there's a lot of really bad stuff in anime don't get me wrong but there's a lot of bad stuff in normal, like, live-action programs, too. Like, that just everyone watches. And it's really weird how the... It's always colored that, like, anime is, like, evil horny or something. And it's only horny and you can't watch it when, like... Man, some of these shows I've watched, let me tell you. 
Well, people, yeah, people make fun of like HBO's programming where they often just have like sex scenes for yeah. no reason. You know, that's like the biggest thing, right? You know, that's the whole thing about, like, you know, some of the criticism over Game of Thrones is like it feels like a lot of sex is just very exploited. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna depict rape exactly. and stuff. It's like you don't need to show this. You could, you could, you could tell what happened without. Show- but you know, it's just one of those things. It, it's like yeah, it's like normalized to a point where it's like, uh, you know. It's it's equally bad, you know. It's equally bad. Yeah, it's equally it's definitely yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, there should be no. I wish yeah. there was more people getting that about it than Mary. Like I know there are some, but I wish more people would because it's like, yeah, it's really like that. That's what really struck out of me when I was watching Person of Interest was there's one sex scene in the entire five season run, <laughs> and also it's between two lesbians. So go off. <laughs> like it was really refreshing to not have to be like, oh great, I'm watching another episode. When do I have to see an ass again? You know. You'll see an ass whenever I post a selfie on Twitter.com. <laughs> hey, calm Good down. Good night, everybody. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, here's Trix. Trixie sent in a question as well. Oh. Uh, OVAs and specials for shows tend to be nothing more than nice supplementary material, if they even reach that level. But occasionally a series tends to have specials that match up to the main show itself, if not have their own special appeal. Hitamari Sketch is the premier example of this to me having even more lighthearted and funny skits and plots that deserve to be seen. What are your favorite examples of OVA slash specials for a series that are just as good to watch? Um, I'm going to pull one that y'all might not have, might not expect from John Machansky. Um, Dragon Maid. Oh, that OVA was great. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Maid has a fantastic OVA and like, it has just like that really great Kyoani appeal and, it's it's fantastic. Dragon Maid's got a great OVA. Uh, similarly, you know, another one that's set in, like, a hot spring area, uh, Mob Psycho. Still need to watch Mob Psycho 2. It's fucking great. I bet it is. Um, LV, have you thought of any, or do you want me to fill for time? Um, I'm, I'm, well, I would, at least the one coming to mind, for instance, is, um, the, yeah, the, I mean, it's considered <clears throat> it's considered an OVA the the Aria OVA the Aria series oh, yeah. where it's you know a bunch yeah a bunch of you know like a bunch of girls in Mars and they're gondoliers and like it just has an OVA that like supplements it I think well and it doesn't again it doesn't it's like one of those things where it doesn't add on nor detract from it it's just I feel like it's just part of the series and I, I it's like interesting how it was a separate thing <laughs> ultimately. Um, you know, it's, it's just a slice away show about these girls doing their job in, like, this this really nice, peaceful world, so. And, and then, oh, yeah, Natsumi, yeah, Natsumi Book of Friends also had, like, a nice OVA, I think, too, that just fits in the tone right with the series, and I, I you know, again, it doesn't really add much, but I just thought it was yeah, good. It doesn't need to. It can just be nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like, oh, okay. It just, it just makes the series longer. It's like, oh, actually, that's nice. That's welcome. <laughs> I like this thing that's good can make it longer <laughs> so uh i think the signs gate zero ova was very good it was a valentine's day special that was specifically about um in signs gate zero they had a character who's this girl who considers herself to be the salieri to uh the kurisu the red hair girls mozart and but she like really liked her like a lot like liked her you know she really liked her 
So mm. like while everyone else is doing Valentine's stuff, she's like making like a whole Valentine's thing to put on her grave or whatever in Steins Gate Zero because she's dead in that one or whatever. And it's like it's very it's good. It's, I think it's good. Um, but the actual best one of all time is the Magus Bride one, which came out before the anime and it was original content yeah, yeah. and it was like three episodes You're right. it's fucking good it's really good uh it like just took place in the middle of wherever the anime was or whatever uh but they they aired it beforehand and it has its own soundtrack and everything it it's really nice i really like that a lot oh Harlequin wheels asks <laughs> who's the most iconic trio in anime you're listening to them damn <laughs> boom Wow. Yeah, without Trixie, I guess. Yeah, here we go. You know, I mean, could it, it, it would have been it, it's it's the it's the most iconic foursome in anime uh, and spirit. So you know, don't worry about that. <laughs> Trixie's still with us. You know, she's still sending shit in. It's all good. But that's what I have to say. But is there another? Are there I other Team Rocket? This is yeah. Team Rocket. Yeah, Team Rocket. I'm trying to think of someone else. I feel like there was one just on the tip of my brain. Uh, I don't know. Huh. I mean, there's a lot, but then it's like the word iconic. We gotta. That's true. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta be like. Um, there's a lot. Um, what about the, the the dang the? Oh well, that's not anime. I was gonna say the Kingdom Hearts ones. It's not anime. <laughs> yeah. yeah you have to say it mean- in that order you have to say it in that order or else yeah, it's true you do I feel, I feel there was something doesn't fucking matter whatever I don't know it's fine I me personally because again this is just a series I really like people really dig the relationship between Yuki Toro and Kyo from Fruits Basket, and I that for me that was like a long standing trio of like oh sure the longest like long standing love triangle I had to like do, like doing with my middle school years, which continues because the remake has been like airing and stuff. So like that 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 seems that image seems to have been resurfacing in oh. a way. And then we can go into like the love line you love live <laughs> oh, units. God. That's a whole other like trios. <laughs> That could cause some fights, so I'm not going to say anything. Um, uh, I just remembered what the one I was going to say was. It was the uh, the friggin' um, it just went away. Uh, uh, Asuka, uh, Asuka, Ray, and fucking Shinji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. yeah, there you go. Yeah. Not Naruto, Sasuke, and Sakura because Sasuke fucking sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Nichijo trio. Oh yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Well, I would say Soul Eater Trio, but there's like six of them overall since they all have wives. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Uh, we we have one last question here. And uh, it's it's going to kill us all. Um, again, if you want to send <laughs> in questions, it's videogamechoochoo.com slash ask. Uh, Anonymous asks, what anime do you think the Joker would watch? <laughs> <laughs> Death Note? What do you watch, Death Note? What do you watch, Death Note? No, like, or, or like, oh no, am I, am I am I reading this wrong? Would he watch something ironically, or would he like? Oh, would he I be feel ironic? Like he, or I feel he like he watches insane? normal stuff. To be honest, I don't think I'm he should be watching a, anything that reflects what he, he is. would watch. Another because it's so fucked up, you know, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, but do you? I now, now that I'm saying this, I feel like he would watch something that doesn't reflect what the character represents. He would watch something because it's funny or something. I don't know. I feel like you know, it's fucked up thinking like you know the Joker would watch something like Yu Yu Shiki. You know, like I think he would. Watch <laughs> it is Yushiki fucked up to think about that, isn't it? <laughs> but he would. I think he would. <laughs> <laughs> You think he would watch? I don't fucking know. I don't. I'm just looking at this list. Let's see. Uh, Joker fucking loves yeah, Kiyosu Ginga. He would watch a normal comedy. I think he would. Pop team epic. Oh my god, you're right though. I hate it. He would. I love Pop Team. He would watch Pop Team Epic, and he would just be like, "These are very normal girls." <laughs> <laughs> and Batman's like, "Stop! Oh no, it's surrealist comedy. No, it's really weird." They're they're doing silly stuff. Stop! No. <laughs> he's like, oh, I do this all the time, and he's like, no, you don't. I've, I've yeah, I've never seen you ride down a ski jump while playing the xylophone. <laughs> Sick fuck. God. Oh my God. Yeah, he would he would just watch up some deranged comedy. Yeah, probably yeah, just probably anything degenerate, really. But not not in, like how you would define that word. You you know what I mean more like. <laughs> um, I'm convinced he would watch you, Yushiki. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ! Full circle. It feels like. <laughs> well, that's it for questions. Thanks, thanks, thanks everyone for sending them in. Rose, you want to go ahead? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just really shaken about the Joker. <laughs> I fucking hate him. Ugh getting pissed off uh whatever no i'm not actually it's fine uh okay so um oh i should say first probably the next anime i was gonna say for the end but i should say now uh so our next anime that we're going to watch we're going to give you are we we fine with what i said beforehand yeah 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 i think yeah Yeah, okay so we're gonna do anime of the year stuff either next time or the, the, the time after probably you think yeah yeah like in a month from now yeah, we're going to do that, and that's going to take up most of an episode, we think. So we're going to do, like, we let Trixie pick her final show, and she picked Katana Gatari, which is a classic, fantastic, great show. But those episodes do lean on the longer side. They're, like, 50 minutes or so. Um, uh, there's 12 of them, and uh, we're going to give you a month and a half to watch it. So, you know, towards the end of December, we're going to come back and be like, hey, here it is or maybe the no it is gonna be the end of December um so yeah uh warning in advance you can't find this show legally so don't feel bad about it because there's literally no way you couldn't even like buy a dvd of it for real like you can't get it fucking anywhere uh but you can find it pretty easily if you look um you can literally probably just google watch katana Gatari and find it on a site that won't destroy your computer mm-hmm. um it's a fantastic show. I'm really glad Trixie chose it because it's really great, and it means John has to watch it now. Making it sound uh, like I'm like, uh, and you weren't choosing not to, but I I knew that it was something that you had to be pushed into, you know, because like you got to keep yeah. up with all the seasonal stuff and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good thing. I'm looking forward to finishing it because I only got to episode eight. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Um, so we're gonna watch that. Yeah, you have a whole month and a half to watch it. Uh. So go nuts. Take it as easy or as fast as you want. Just know that you will have to wait. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we'll talk more about anime of the year stuff because we'll probably do some sort of like listener thing. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll talk more about that next episode when we 
the next episode is that. Um, yeah. But yeah. All right. So watch Katana Guitari. Uh, all right. So if you want to get episodes like this uh, one week early, go to patreon.com slash VGCC. $3 gets you everything. Uh, we're finishing up the route right now, too. The, the last episodes of that are going out, our tabletop podcast. Those last ones are going out there. So you get that a little early. Uh, you get our LPs a little early. Uh, XCOM stuff. XTOOM, sorry. Uh, all that. Just $3. Get all that. Uh, and that's it. That's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, then that'll do it for this episode. And I hope you have a wonderful day, night, week, month, year, decade, centennial. Yeah, you know, whatever. All right, see ya.